What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Internationally known from Frisco to Maine all the way to Spain. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle Channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. New, new, new world order. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly. The notorious new, one, new, 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 new a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. And you in the Desert Storm bunker with EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. Also known as the whole effing show. Better known as Senior Third Leg Gregorio Greybeard. Also known as Senior No Trabajo. The man with more nicknames than anyone in the game, the chocolate and Confucius, the black Moses, the deliverer, the CEO digger of Fixes Binds LLC. The best entertainment here on YouTube, the unbinder, the undebatable, the undisputed. King of kings of this ish. Also known as CGA. See God Allah. And I am the 10 time demonetized champion of YouTube. I work for free on this platform. They don't pay me at all. All right. Anyway, we got a great show for you lined up today. Why all men should avoid these five women. And of course, this is going to be coming from content available online. A woman is going to say, what five women all men should avoid? And we're going to add or subtract any to that available list. We got a great segments, man. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We don't have Doom and Gloom CGA today. We have uh, Groupies. We have a video of Tupac Shakur. I mean, Tupac Shakur is the immortal one. This guy lives on forever. Tupac Shakur battling groupies, Post Malone getting sued by his ex-girlfriend and settling the case. Why wives reject their husbands' sexual advances. We have two men. They're not going to be alpha men. They're going to be husband men. They're going to be in touch with their emotional side. Women are going to fall in love with these two beta males. Well, I, I don't want to diss them and call them beta males. It's not a diss. These two men are going to talk about why wives reject their husbands' sexual advances and what men should do. When they do it, and it's not going to be from our perspective, you're going to hear it. And we got a segment called Turning the Tables on Men, where women take the ideas of men and use them for themselves and then claim to come up with the idea. This is interesting, interesting show. And much, much more. This is the best edutainment, on, edutainment here on YouTube, so do me a favor. Hit the like button for this stream as you guys come in. And to contribute to the daily, today's show, Hey, what's going on? To contribute to today's show, dollar sign. The Notorious CGA on the Cash App, Bimmo, Coach Greg Adams, TV, PayPal, PayPal.me, backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel where you can super chat on the Notorious new, 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 new world order. CGA channel. It is Takeout Thursday. Gentlemen and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, it is Takeout Thursday. It is our day that we dedicate to the Yellow Fever Having Ass Ninjas. The ninjas that love them a little bit of ling ling. A little, the, the ninjas that love some young hoe or some young. <laughs> all right. All right. Anyway, we got uh, the ling lings coming up here after we do the earlier contributors to the day show. So hold your breath. All right. We got them coming up here on Takeout Thursday. Shout out to our girls from the East, the land of the rising sun. And all of that stuff. All right, we got them here. Egg Fu Young. Egg Fu Young. All right, we got to talk about them later on in the day's show. All right. All right. 
let me get to some earlier contributors. Shout out to Albert Wesker says more leverage and options and more women you must avoid. That's that's actually true. Uh, the more leverage and options you have, it means the more women you have to avoid. You you must avoid them. You can't afford it. All right. There's a, you have to uh, you can't afford it. And uh, you can't afford not to ignore that advice. That's for sure. Martin, shout out to you. And um, he says, uh, Mon- Monstro Lab says all men pay free agent lifestyle for life. Shout out to you right here. <laughs> or some men don't pay <laughs> at all. Deshaun Rose says, and shout out to, wait a minute. Did you, did you send the first one? I'm missing the first one, but maybe I'm not. He says, and for mentioning my city again, pimps up the OFOs down. Shout out to you and Detroit. Michigan, shout out to Mad Will. He says, thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate and that. That's you. We have our disagree or shadow hider says disagree with your show last night. You can't outsource intimacy with money to a person because it will be fake. It will be transactional and dependent on money. It's a no-go for me. Well, also marriage should be no-go for you too, Ninja. Mm. All right. So I hope you don't ever get married either. All right. Uh, because um, as we're going to show you later on, we have two men that are going to prove your point. I'm oh, sorry. They're going to prove my point that, yes, intimacy is definitely about money. All right. It's going to be fake. Uh, most of your girlfriends and wife faking. And uh, I wish you ninjas knew it, but it would be a blow to your ego if they told you. Um, 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 I wish I could have you guys find out. I wish I could have y'all find out what your girlfriends really think about you and your intimacy. <laughs> And that's you. most of y'all ain't putting in no work, no work in the bedroom. All right. They just putting up with it. They just getting through the, the next 10 predictable minutes. And yes, they're doing it for money and shelter and safety mm. and security. So it's always transactional. Of course, shadow hider is our disagreeer, but he super chats. At least he or she super chats. And I love it. All right. So if you're disagreeing, put some money on it. Um, uh, Shout out to you. What are we doing it here? All right. Uh, Dr. Thunder, what are you doing, sir? Dr. Thunder. And that's you. He says, uh, here to support you, bro. Well, I appreciate you, man. I caught a bit of your live stream this morning. All right. It comes on like, like I already do my prep, and then it comes on as I'm making breakfast, or it's actually finishing when I'm making breakfast. So I caught a little bit of it today. I didn't get through it. But hashtag Sandwich Gang. Hashtag Sandwich Gang. Miller is in the building. Shout out to Miller. He says, thank you, coach. And uh, Deshaun Rose says, just for sharing your kid's photo album. Thank you for that. Shout out to you. Uh, Being a good dad is awesome, but it is very little reward. Uh, Much of it is transactional as well, right? They they reward you for being a, a, a protector, provider, a utility. Thus, sometimes, you know, even when you do that, there's no guarantees, but it is a fantastic opportunity if you can get it with the stable situation. Most time you cannot in America and you're going to pay for them double and triple time. Okay. All right. What do we got here? Macaroni, Tony. Do, oh, he says do rag with no waves or lineup and still got the same Murray's can from the sixth grade. Man, you, you put that in yesterday. You put that in yesterday as the show went off. Yes, them ninjas be having the same Murray's can for 15 years. You know, you cannot go through a whole pomade can. You know, here's the thing. <laughs> you know, black folks, we kind of cheap. 
We're cheaper than say. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. We be pinching pennies and hugging nickels. All right. And so we'll use, you know what I mean? That whole Murray's can not suppose the last 15 years. We like I'm supporting black businesses. You bought a Murray's can 15 years. Ninja, get in there and dab that shit on your head. Ninja, you trying to hold on, pinching it, trying to get your waves in with a little pinch of Murray's. Come on, man. Spend some money. You cannot support a business by buying one can of wave pomade and one do rag every 10 years. Same wave cap got holes in it. <laughs> he said, chill, son. He dead already. For real. Like, man. Well, I support the black community and all that. No, you not with fit, not with fifteen year old Murray's can. That thing can't rust it, fam. All right, man, get in there, man. That can't supposed to last you for like a month, too. And you're using that trying to get two waves per per month. <laughs> all right, anyway. And shout out to the ladies that still use pink moisturizer. Where are you guys at? All right, anyway, Devante. CGA is keeping us off the plantation. That is the big deal, man, off the plantation. I mean, some guys want to be on the plantation, apparently, right? They think they're there. I want my girl to like me, and I want her to like every time I push and shove inside of her legs, all right? She's going to like it, and there's going to be intimacy. All right, anyway, intimacy is fantastic, ladies. Intimacy is, but, um, uh, um, um, I wonder if Shadow Hyder's here. Are you married, Shadow Hyder? I don't think he'll marry. Him not married. But um he's <laughs> that, that pink oil. Uh I marry people. Shadow Hyder has not read my book. He must be new here. Hey, check this out. I'm gonna tell you something. If you think married couples have intimacy, I always tell you to do this test. Are the I, the the dissenters aren't here, but look. We almost have a thousand people. Let's keep the likes even with the entries, right? We got seven, we got 900 people on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. There's only 346 likes. As you come in, hit that like button real quick because I'm, t- I'm telling you stuff that, that you don't see it until you see it because most people are deaf, dumb, and blind. But I'm here to break it down because I'm the scientific. I, I know patterns of human behavior, I study human beings. Okay. But I want to tell you. If you think marriage is intimate, it, it has nothing to do. Marriage and intimacy do not go hand in hand. It, it is not. All right. And this is the test that you test. And ladies, I want you to listen to me. They're not here yet. But ladies, I want you to listen. Because the where, where's the dude with the girlfriend that was watching me yesterday? Okay. Here's the test. Yeah, they running late. The test of intimacy is this. How much do you kiss? All right. How do you kiss when you're when you're with your partner, your husband or wife? How do you kiss that? That is the true test of intimacy. Now, of course, you don't want to be kissing those skeezers and hoes out here. You don't want to be putting your lips over there. They be doing some nasty stuff. But kissing is a test of intimacy. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. The longer a couple is married, the less likely they're going to kiss the less likely you're going to see them kiss. And if you do happen to see them kiss, it's going to look like a brother and sister kissing. It's going to look like a brother and sister kissing. All right, first of all, married people are less likely to kiss when they have sex. Less likely to kiss when they have sex. They don't be kissing. 
They don't get no tongue. They don't get no slobber. They don't tonsil hockey each other. Playing tonsil hockey. They don't be licking, coming to the side. You know what I mean? Like when you're first trying to get a girl and you ain't never had sex with her, you're going to kiss her out for like 15 minutes till your lips are raw. you like... Kissing on the neck. Kissing on the collarbones. Now, a married couple, tell them to kiss. They're like, go ahead and kiss. Mack her down, fam. Let me see, man. Let me see how good this marriage is. Go ahead and mack them down. Watch them. You be like, hey, kiss. They be like. <laughs> Nothing. There's no intimacy there. Don't be kissing shit. All right, man, look, that's the test of intimacy is do y'all freaky kiss? <laughs> do y'all freaky kiss? They ain't about to kiss a damn thing. All right, no slurping, no slobbing, no swapping spit, no tonsil hockey, Nathan. And that's the, that's the same thing when they go in the bedroom. They go in the bedroom, and then he start doing the same predictable slide all the way down to Punani. And then he push and shove, uh, bust in 10 minutes, if that, go to sleep. <laughs> There's your intimacy. Yep, you didn't pay for that, did you? You put her up in the whole apartment complex, in a whole house, to get that old raggedy-ass sex y'all giving each other. <laughs> but he don't want to pay. Oh, all right, yeah, Ninja, I'm telling you, man, Ninja, why are men so goofy? She likes me. All right, dude, the longer you're married, the less likely you're going to kiss. And that's the test of intimacy. In a kiss like brother and sister. Oh, okay. Birthday kiss. Oh, oh, ladies will be like, uh, it's Christmas time, right? It's Christmas time. You go over there and your wife comes over. Hi, honey. Here's the mistletoe. He's like, oh, shit. Because he, she know good and damn, he don't, damn well, he don't want to kiss her. All right, but she shows up, turn, he turns around after he brushes his teeth. She's standing there with her saggy-ass titties going, hi, honey, and she holding a mistletoe up above her head. He's like, oh, shit. Kiss me under the mistletoe, honey. He's like, damn, this is going to be nasty. <laughs> yep, oh, like, damn. I got to mack her down under the, she got, I can't, nah, man. All right, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. I want intimacy. Hey, the most intimate partners you're going to have is girlfriends. You want intimacy? Keep her in the girlfriend category. And do not move in with her. Let her ass live in her hovel over there and get her excited to come over here. You're going to get a lot of kisses and intimacy. <laughs> All right, anyway. Girlfriends give the best intimacy. Keep her right there. All right, anyway, man, look. Did I finish off on this? Shout out to Kevin J. He says, what's up, coach? I was talking to my Uber driver today. He has sole custody of his son and is currently fighting in court over child abuse claims from his baby mama. She made the son tell the police the father kicked and punched him. Man, it's a never-ending thing with these baby mama terrorists. It's a never-ending It's a never-ending story. All right, they use the same thing, man. And here's the one thing about it. 
Um, <laughs> the one thing about it is, um, you know, we, you know, I was listening to uh, Dr. Thunder was talking about women who divorce and the, the, the overwhelming majority of divorces are filed by women. And of course the guy was overwhelmingly the same pattern of tropes and copes and all of these things abusive. And he did this and he was that he cheated. All right. And um, you know, the same game, same script. And uh, what happens is though, ultimately, and I've proven this is that women fare out worse in their divorce. All right. Now, initially we tell the divorce horror stories and we tell, man, it sucks. We alimony, child support. I went bankrupt, homeless, custody battle. It's hell. Now, for gentlemen going through this now, I'm going to tell you, man, at, there's going to be a point where it switches, just like when women hit the wall after their party years and then men start to take off and they old, fat, bald, and gray, but they got money. All right, and women be like, but you old and fat, but I got money. This shit don't matter, but you broke and you I older. I got money. All right, but um, what, what, what happens is there's a trajectory where it crosses where your life will start making incremental improvements and her life starts uh, hitting the shit. Her, her, her life, the shit start hitting the fan. This is overwhelmingly true statistically. Now, there's uh, also uh, cases where this doesn't happen, especially if they remarry. It doesn't, it doesn't affect them as much. But if they stay single, it's going to be a dumpster fire overwhelmingly. And what happens is they're like, "Uh oh, <laughs> they run out of time. They be like, oh, shit, no more child support, no more. Anim-. They panic. They panic. They get fidgety. Right. They're like, what am I going to do now? <laughs> All right. I'm running out of time to abuse them anymore in the court system. What am I going to do now? And then they panic and they hail Mary. Come with me. Hail Mary. And the hail Mary is let's make an abuse claim. That's number one, or they'll sue you for some other reason. I mean, it gets because they're running out of time. You're their job right now. Because you'll be like, don't this bitch, can't she get a job? (laughs) All right. You'd be like, can't you get it? Who who is it here? You'd be like, can't she get a job? No, you're her job. Right? You're her job. You're her her last ditch effort to get his last, the last piece of pennies out of you and so they got to lob these claims it is in desperation that they do this and it's somewhat sad that they don't get punished for this behavior but yeah there he goes there's your uber driver uber drivers getting a domestic uh, he has sole custody of course she ain't going for that she ain't going for that caitlin says what's up coach as a fellow wwe fan myself i saw a video of randy orton giving multiple women his signature rko move he says though they're scripted he's been promoting gender equality for decades Oh, oh, I see what you mean. In the ring, yeah, he's been giving, yeah, there's some, there's some wrestlers that have been giving Stephanie McMahon the rock bottom, and uh, <laughs> Stephanie McMahon has taken some, some moves here. And last one, the last American Indian, man, you transformed my life, and I've been RP'd since 2019. Keep up the good work, and you need to put up some more travel vlogs. I'm going to do so. I'm going to do so. I'm in 2024, all right? But I got too many lawsuits going on right now. But he says, forget the haters because you got your money right and ninjas are jealous. 2024 is the year of the Manosphere. Salute from the penthouse in the Philippines from the last American Indian. Shout out to you. 2024 is going to be that for sure because I want people to see that there are results from the free agent lifestyle, man. But uh, travel vlogs coming. 
pause. All right. And you're going to see some nice piece of calico out there. And speaking of the nice piece of calico, I do have to remind people that it is takeout Thursday. Takeout Thursday. And this is the day of the week that we honor our speaking of the Philippines. Uh, this is the day that we uh, honor the ladies, the ladies of the yellow fever right here. Shout out to oh, sucka sucky now. All right, give me all the islands. I want them all. Vietnam, Korea, Thailand, the Philippines. I want them all. Chinese, Japanese, Japan. I want all of them. Ooh, and I want them all. Indeed. Yeah, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I wrote graffiti. Yes, indeed. Oh, huh, huh. Huh, huh, huh. All right. Cause this is how I show up when I hit the islands out here with that yellow fever. Indeed, I show up like this. Hello, takeout Thursday. Oh my goodness, yes, yeah, this off the hook. Uh, yeah, he said, "Ah, oh, yeah, man. Hey, don't jump in front of a black man in the buffet line. What do you want out there? Show me what you want. That's how I be right here. Uh huh. I'll save you some for later, man. Look, look at him. He like, oh yes." Yellow fever is a thing, brothers. What we doing out here? Which one? You take that one. Yeah. Oh, I'll take that one too, sir. Indeed. Yep. Mm-hmm. She look like she good with feet. Uh-huh. Yeah, my back is hurting too. Yes, indeed. Oh, I'll take that one too. Yes. Hello. Yes. This brother starving up here. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Her too. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I'll take that one too. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I did uh, take a little trip the other day. Uh-oh, what happened here, man? I know you don't see what you see. I know I don't see what you see what I see. I know you look at this ninja out here sniggling. Oh, suck it. Suck it now. This brother. Yeah, that brother's starving. Starving. Look at your boy out here. I'm getting the treatment. This is exactly how it should go on a daily basis, Ninja. This is going to be me when I touch down in any one of the Asian Pacific countries out here. (laughs) All right. Because it's takeout Thursday, Ninja. All right, man. We we bugging. (laughs) This Ninja out here. Niggas always got to show they (laughs) Hey, man. Shout out to who, who put that up? JC? Our brother JC put that up. I think I think JC did that one right there. Ninjas was showing mad teeth. Niggas always gotta show <laughs> All right, man. Oh, they love me long time there. They love me long time. Anyway, take out Thursday. He says take take out Thursday. Hey, if it ain't like this, ladies, I don't want it. If it ain't like this, I don't want it. Right here, ninja. This is how I want it. I'm being treated like a king. Treat me like a king out here. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, with that hairpiece, too. Mm. Man, Philippines, here I come. I'm, I'm, I'm coming, ladies, I'm coming. All right, anyway, let's get into the day show. What are we doing first? We're already off the hook. We're at Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's go. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater, man. We already starting this show off the rails. This is going to be a great show. All right, let me see what I can do here. I, I need to get my banner up for editing purposes. I don't see it. Okay, there it is right there. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. All right, boom. First straggle up. Uh, this is a woman. Uh, 
that says, this is a black woman, that says what black women should do in order to catch a billionaire. You got to look like Tokyo Tony, who I don't know who that is, but I thought this was pretty funny and somewhat accurate. She's telling black women what they need to do in order to catch a billionaire, and I'm assuming a white billionaire. I'm billionaire. Honey, you need more blush. And don't blend it, okay? Don't blend the blush. You're going to need some red lipstick. And don't make the lipstick perfect, okay? We want, uh, what is her name? What's, what's Black China Mama name? Tokyo Tiny or Tony, whatever. Okay, you want to look like you've been up all night, okay, drinking champagne. And you don't want your wig to be silky like this. So be a little ashy too, okay? Uh, a little ashy. Not ashy. Legs, oh, you know, they, like, they like you to look like you just woke up oh, from an all-nighter. No. Now that you've perfected the wig, honey, you need some kind of headpiece. Oh. Something that says, I'm here. I can't dress, but I have money. We're going to throw on. Oh. The... <laughs> lived in. Jeez. They don't want to slut, so cover up a little bit. Mm. They want to know you got the body, but don't don't show it all. Yeah, honey. They want to know that you're going to spend their money on the wrong shit. Oh. What y'all think? The headband Jeez. or the hat? The other option you can do if you don't want to wear the coat Gloves, honey, they love some gloves. Uh, you gotta have the jewelry on top of the gloves. Uh, you feel me? This is you gotta put the jewelry on the gloves. Uh, oh shit. But that's okay. It got but look look at that. An improvement. Uh, Leave it. Don't fix it. Leave it. <coughs> Leave it. This is crazy. Find me. And if you don't have these, get to push up uh, and push them up. Now you have to learn how to pose. Oh. Uh, Oh man, this is a this this is terrible. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> but you know, <clears throat> in some weird way, she's somewhat right. You know what I mean? She's somewhat kind of right here. She she got it. You know what I mean? I think you do because I do see black women with rich old white men, and they kind of look like that. She kind of she kind of got it. But uh, <laughs> straggles will do whatever they need to do here. All right. Let's go to Memphis. Oh, Memphis. It's just like Compton. Uh, Memphis, man. I'm sorry, man. Y'all keep catching strays by OCGA. But I got to report. I got to do my reporting. Memphis thieves shoot at a trucker after stealing loads of chicken while he slept. Um, I'm going to try to not be gracedist here. But... This seems kind of like something that would happen in Memphis. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you gonna do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Yeah, I can't make up the headline. I, there must be there's a gracist headline writer here. Um, stealing chicken, you know? I don't know what to tell you. It's tough times, but you know. Maybe we could have stole some steak. But, you know, it's Memphis. I suppose chicken is always on the menu. Uh, anyway, chicken. All right, anyway. Next story. <laughs> we have, uh, what do we have here? Oh, speaking of Memphis, or name your city, we have a mother and her son husband. And uh, it says mom goals here. And check out mom. She's looking better now. She's living better now. Coogee sweater now. And she's got her young son. 
and he's got his hoodie on. She's got her hoodie on, and he's got his hat on. And, uh, well, I'll let you see the rest. I'm ready, babe. <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't know if this is a W or L. This definitely is SRT behavior. Well, this guy has two paths. He's going to be a future rake race car driver. Yeah, he's going to be a future race car driver. Yes, if and it's going to be his mother. It's going to be his mother who trained him up and gave him the vision to be a future race car driver. Yeah. Or, or the ninja about to be a future pookie. This can only go one or two ways here. But this is son husbandry at its finest. I mean, listen, you don't need no daddy in your life. I'm the mama and the daddy. All right, that's essentially what she's saying there. I'm the mama and the daddy. And I'm going to teach you how to do donuts in the SRT. And this car is raggedy raggedy. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I can tell. I can tell by the interior and certain parts of the video. This car is raggedy. But it's what it is here. I'm thinking... He's probably going to be a pokey, but let's let's hope for the future for these young brothers, because as I always say, I believe the children are the future and I would teach them well and let them lead the way. And I would show them all the beauty they possess inside and, of course, give them a sense of pride to make it easier. All right, but shout out to her, man. Good mom, I suppose. All right, we'll take only time will tell. He's got about four years to get his driver's license. And in two more years to skitty pop pop someone or race, become a racer. All right, what are we doing here? We have a woman that says, um, well, uh, as this is a standard issue script now. Women out here dry begging. We have this woman out here dry begging. Let's take you to the video. Typing up the 20s when I was a teenager. Count your days. You should be under jail. This is the brokest I've ever been and the most confusing time of my life i don't know what career i want to go in i don't know when i'm actually getting my career i don't know when i'm getting married i don't know when i have kids i don't know what i'm doing i'm just breathing at this point birthday makes me mentally exhausted i mean not getting approved by food stamps and having to spend your own money paying all your bills and then your car break down the 20s feel like a lose-lose situation i mean dating is a waste of time why even do it there's a person that like you will play with you more than a person that hates you i'm always tired i mean i could call in take off of work and be exhausted the next day. <laughs> I don't understand. I pray to God my 30s is better. Because if they not, take me out now. <laughs> Please. All right. And so this is a woman. Welcome to life. Back to life. Back to reality. Well, what's happening is a lot of these young people, Generation Z, they're coming in and they're figuring out life. You know what I mean? They're like, wait a minute. This ain't the life I was promised. I thought I was going to be able to travel. I thought I was going to be able to do all of these things. I thought it was going to be on easy mode. Well, because these 
wuss ass parents and they call them the puss ass parents aren't preparing these people so they come out 20s wait a minute i gotta go to work it's hard what i mean what i hope my 30s are better well it ain't gonna be better unless you put your work in in your 20s and she's like i'm not dating anyone which is not a surprise because i actually found a picture of her father right here i think uh, i think i know who her father is i might be wrong but this might be her father yeah this might be her father there it is here. That is the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Is that your daughter? All right. All right, Mark Henry. I got a question. Is that your daughter? Because I'm seeing the resemblance here. All right, I'm seeing a little bit of resemblance. We'll go back and forth. All right, and somebody's going to get their ass kicked. All right, right there. I'm going back and forth. Definitely on par with the world's strongest man, the, the former world champion. Mark Henry, an Olympian at that. Yeah, I'm thinking that's what it is. All right, shout out to Mark Henry. Your daughter's struggling out here. I'm just letting you know, man, you better get her out here. Uh, and it's a whole world right here. So, uh, but um, interesting enough, speaking of the World Wrestling Federation, uh, did you guys see Brock Lesnar's daughter? All right, Straggle with Sniggle Theater here. Uh, for those who don't know, Brock Lesnar is the beast incarnate. And he's the former World Wrestling Federation champion, all right? It's always going to be World Wrestling Federation for me. For those who don't know who Brock Lesnar is, this is going to be the beast Brock Lesnar for all my WWE fans. Well, it has been discovered, ladies and gentlemen, this is the beast. It has been discovered that his daughter is on their way to the Olympics, all right? Brock Lesnar right there. Apparently, his daughter, nobody knew about this. The media caught on to it. His daughter is on, his, on her way to be an Olympian. She went viral yesterday. And this is his daughter right here. That's the daughter right there. Oh, the humanity. Now, I'm not here to pick on people here. But uh, somebody tells me that he's the father of this baby. This was without a doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, you're seeing this right here. Boy, we're going through. I got some questions here. This is the daughter right there. All right. She's a yes. I mean, boy, the Jeanette. I'm telling you, man. Genetics are a wonderful thing, and uh, apparently, yeah, she's a record-breaking, she's a record-breaking shot putter here, uh, and she grew up and out. She grew up and out. Holy mackerel! I'm gonna tell you right now. Oh, the humanity. Uh, is this Will clap? Are y'all clapping? <laughs> I mean, I might try. <clears throat> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, that's, that's Brock Lesnar's, whoa, wow, that, that's something else, man, I think she got on some gear, I think she got, I think she broke into her dad's training bag somewhere, mm. all right, he was on the road, he left his bag, his, his gym bag, she went in his gym bag and got a couple of things out of there, apparently, allegedly, I don't know, oh boy, man, you guys gotta watch out here, these women are growing up and out. All right, Fat Joe makes straggle into the theater. Fat Joe. Fat Joe. All right, what do they call him? The Don? I don't know what they call him. Puerto Rico ho. All right, here we go right here. Fat Joe speaks on the video, on the video of him saying he lied on 95% of his songs. Hip-hop taking the L this morning, but let's go ahead and play it. What I say and what I do as an elder statesman of hip-hop is for you and your kids 
and everybody like young CJ who raps. So when I get up in there and I say, yo, 95% of the stuff I say ain't true, letting them know we, we move off of inspiration. And so we get inspired and then one day I'll go to the studio, I'm mad. So I write some, fuck the police. <clears throat> one day I'm happy with the family. I go in the studio and I write about love. You know, what I'm explaining to you, putting myself on CNN on the hot seat for hip hop culture and hip hop music. It's not, and I had to say 95% of what I say is a lie so that they could understand that it's unfair to try some kids for the rest of their life mm. with shit they might have not done. What that mean? Well, this is not a surprise to me. I've been long trying to tell you that hip hop is just entertainment. I mean, it's to the point that YouTube at this point is just entertainment and social media. You don't even know what's true or fabricated at this point. But a lot of people took hip hop very uh, uh, real because one of the phrases of hip hop was keeping it real. But we always knew that it was somewhat theater and uh, nothing but a show. And a lot of this was there's actually an article that I was going to present about the CIA being part and partial of promoting gangster rap. And I said one of the biggest grenades to go off into the hood other than the crack era was gangster rap. And um, it was promoted and they, they actually pushed not whoever it is, the record labels or whoever it is. You guys know I can't say, but you know I can't say that. But it was promoted, and a lot of people thought it was real. And the real of the person is, and the real of the person became, um, and the real of the acts that they did in public, all right, to get arrested. A lot of them didn't get arrested in them until they became rappers, right? A lot of them didn't sell drugs until they became rappers. But um, And if they did sell drugs, they were like a, a street peddler, a foot soldier. But uh, when they got on the record, they were Joey Crack. Now, the thing is, what I think is happening here, is a lot of these guys are going to start getting rounded up and uh, getting charged for, because they see people's lyrics being used in cases. And um, they don't want to get rounded up now, right? So if you said you was a crack dealer and you was pitching weight and pushing weight and now now they're going to start using that to round ninjas up, oh, we're going to have to say it's entertainment. We're going to have to say, oh, hell no, I was just acting. <laughs> All right, and so, you know, ninjas don't want to catch no Rico cases. I mean, it's serious out here. Keep people catching Ricos. Rappers are catching Ricos. At some point, YouTubers are going to start catching Ricos, all right? We're going to have to be like, no, nah, that's my character. Hulk Hogan caught a case, and he was like, well, my character is Hulk Hogan. All right, that ain't me. All right, my name is Terry Balea. Right. People start shuffling real quick when them cases start coming up and then just start getting sued. All right. And then you start having women coming out of the woodworks. And he said, Minaj. And it was a three. It, it was a it was a train that I removed consent on. Ninja was like, I didn't say. All right. And it's just like, hey, I put um, I put Molly in her drink and she ain't know it. All right. Nah, man, I was acting. All right. I didn't really do. You see what I mean? The problem with it is a lot of men's identity have come from hip-hop. You've crafted your entire identity, which is the culture of it, the way we dress, the way we wear our hair, the way we move, the steam music is constantly upon us, the way it motivates us, if you will, the way we think these rappers are out here having intimacy that is on a healthy level. 
fornication, drug use, alcohol use. And this now, you see them years later coming out saying it was just entertainment. We were lying about it. This is going to uh, be something that is going to be somewhat hurtful for a lot of men. So you can look back at your years. You're a 45-year-old gangster. You're a 45-year-old man of the hip-hop culture. And then you look at your life. You might have caught two cases and did two bids upstate. And now you look at it and you said, I was trying to keep it real. Right? I was trying to keep it real. I was trying to be like the people that I saw, my heroes. Okay? A lot of us have used rap lingo to describe certain cases. Remember in this song, he said this and that. Rap movies that came out. Movies that came out that feature rappers and these type of things. Now it's just entertainment. See, a lot of these men didn't have fathers, right? Thanos were right. You didn't have a father, so a lot of these guys lived their life out thinking that these people were either reporting from the scene or a part of the scene. But this is actually apropos. A lot of these rappers now are going to start saying this, whether it's true or not. And um, people have been calling this out for a long time. So I try to always counsel young men to not craft your identity after this source of entertainment because you're out here doing real life crime and these guys are just they're just entertaining you with it somewhat like promoting it but not really all right but now you see what's going on here and uh kudos to fat joe hopefully this message just gets out to a lot of other people but you know a lot of people's lives have been ruined right but are you trying to live up of imagery that really didn't exist Really didn't exist, all right? Them people wasn't about that life. Now, what, whether he was or not, I don't know, all right? I don't know, but he's saying he was lying. 95% of it was a lie, all right? Anyway, he says, I skitty pop pop the ninja in the 90s, trying to keep it real, all right? Keeping it real ain't real. We got straggles, nigga theater, presses on. We have a young lady. Um, I think I featured her on here before. Her name is Tyla or Tila. I'm not for sure, but she is Nigerian. And uh, she's a nice piece of calico out here. I think I featured her before. And uh, Ninjas is going to say she looks young. All right. And she does. But, yeah. Boy, that's something else there. Um, There she is right here. Well, Tila is, a, you know, I, uh, it, she's a big budding star. Budding. Stop it, CGA. All right. Well, she has this to say about cold approach. She says this. She has this to say about cold approach. She says, I don't like, I'll let her say it. Here we go. But how do you want to be picked up? <laughs> Honestly, me personally, I don't like guys that approach me. Like, no. I want guys that look like they don't want me. Ah. Oh. Yeah, oh. they must just be mysterious. And then, okay. mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but what is this? All right. So it's, people are correcting me saying South Africa. All right. Oh, you didn't even see the video. My bad. Uh, my bad. I'll play it again because I do like to look at it. Oh, this is the wrong video. Uh, let me let me go back. All right. I'll show it again. Sorry. Uh, this is her. <laughs> She's from South Africa, not Nigeria. All right. Here we go again. Here we go. But how do you want to be picked up? <laughs> Honestly, me personally, I don't like guys that approach me. Like, uh -huh. I want guys that look like they don't want me. Oh. Ah. Yeah. They must just be mysterious. And then. Okay. Mm -mm. <laughs> love it oh man uh this could be interesting this is interesting conversation i just use this as a conversational piece she says don't approach me be mysterious i i, I mean listen i i somewhat agree with this because i'm the bruce wayne of this ish but this does lend the question is well how will you meet the guy if he's mysterious obviously he would have to be around more than just once right 
she's not gonna go she's not gonna go for the one timer. All right, and she doesn't have to take a look at her. But obviously she's also young and she's been a celebrity probably most of her life. So she's not gonna deal with guys just randomly approaching. She don't want to, she don't want the approach. She wants the mystery. I keep showing this picture. Apologies here. Um that's gonna that's from my personal collection here. But uh yeah, don't approach me. Don't approach me. Uh but again, I've I've tried to make this case that not all women like approaching. Some women do. Some women do periodically. Some women do case by case, depending who's doing the approaching. Some women don't want to be approached or bothered at all. And uh, when we tell these men this, I always give you the option to pick and understand that some women don't respond well to it at all. Some women like mystery. Some women like toxic men. Some women like toxic men. Some women love to be approached. Some women kind of think if she's on her period, she don't. Some women don't like to be approached when they're dressed down. When they're dressed down. Some women like a long extended flirtation, not just a quick approach and out. And I think that's what she's saying. All right, you're going to have to, we're going to have to play a little coy game of, uh, of uh, you know, uh, cat and mouse. We're going to have to play a little game of, you know, let me choose on you. All right, one, one time I was messing with this. Uh, I was mentoring this young woman. <laughs> one time I was mentoring this young woman and, um, she was quite interested in me, to say the least. And uh, I've known her, and so it wasn't a one-time approach deal. But <clears throat> she would often tell me to not be aggressive. She would say, let me come to you. This is what she would say, let me come to you. So anytime I would be aggressive with her, and I'm like, come on. And I would do the caveman shit, come on, let me just. She would always say, let me come to you. So again, all women are different. She was like, no, I don't want, I don't want you to be aggressive with me let me come to you and then so I'm, I'm just here to tell guys when you're listening to men give advice about women oftentimes it's predicated on you and not even considering the other person and there's a strategy which their statistics are so dismal and they got you out here getting rejected 97 out of 100 times because you're treating every woman as the same and then you don't know why you're getting knocked down 97 percent some women are different. Some women are different. You never know what it is, and you got to be able to say, I'm flexible with using different type of ways to engage. Or, or I don't want to play this game, and I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind men saying I don't want to play this game because this is a game that is cuckoo. These people out here cuckoo with this game. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. And older women, that, the older women are completely different because a lot of women will look at that. Oh, she's young. She don't know what she's talking about. I mean, they got to mate somehow. It's crazy. All right, it's crazy. So let's get to the next one here. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. How many more do we got? Jesus. All right, I might make another segment at this point. Okay, this is the last one. All right, this is, a, <laughs> this is another wife. Uh, where's, where's the guy said he, he wants intimacy? He wants intimacy. Uh, from his girlfriend, his wife. He don't want to pay for it. Okay, here, here's an example. Uh, here's a Millie Bob. This woman looks like a average wife in the middle of Kansas, Iowa, somewhere down in the south, Alabama. Here's, here's your wife, and you're just going to jump into intimacy here. But here's the problem. Look at her house. She looks like she's well taken care of. That is a cost, and I'm sure she did not pay this cost by herself. Somebody has paid this. Now, here's where it gets tricky. Can you keep her happy all the time? And that's where you're really going to pay your goofy ninja. I'm not happy. <laughs> because here we go. A lot of wives are at home 
you're waiting to come home and you're going to jump into intimacy. But this is what she's thinking the entire time. Let's play the video. I think we've all been tricked to think that work from home, corporate jobs that are more flexible for women are a gift to women. And I actually don't think that's true. I think that corporate flexible work from home jobs are a gift to fathers and to families. Because here's the deal. Work flexibility, the not having a commute, not having to get all done up in the morning and do a shower and put on a full face of makeup and do your hair, that time saved by a woman, by a mother, is reinvested back into her family. All right, so here we go, man. You're, good luck with your intimacy, sir. And we're going to have two men speak on this right now. Good luck getting any intimacy from this woman. She worked up. She mad. She angry. I'm not happy. All right, she thinks she's being treated unfair. She getting the short end of the stick. Uh, we've been tricked. I've been doing too much of the invisible work. All right, you ain't helping. You ain't about to get no punani from this Millie Mouth Muskrat. You're done. Ring the bell, ninja. And you paid to not get no punani tonight. All right, and this is going to be her 10 out of 30 days if you lucky. She mad as hell. She angry. And she didn't shower. She didn't do nothing to her hair. And this is what you coming home to, to get some punani from. Oh, I'm going to tell you, her punani is going to be have stubble on it. It's going to be very prickly. She hasn't barely shaved her legs. She barely has jumped in the shower. She barely has, barely has washed under her titties. All right, there goes your no pay for play right now, <laughs> right? And she ain't tossing on no makeup for you. She ain't putting her eyelashes or her mascara on. She ain't about to make no effort. She's going to be wearing sweatpants, and she ain't jumped in the shower yet. I'm telling you, there, there goes your love right there. Go ahead and kiss this up right here. This, this dude is done in terms of his, his marriage. This dude is done because she's on her bullshit right now. She's on her bait and switch. <laughs> she's on her bait and switch right now. She smell like a bag of onions right here. <laughs> I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this yep. turning you off? Nothing? Yeah, feet smelling like corn nuts. <laughs> mustache. All right, menopausal mustache under her lip. Go ahead. There's your intimacy, sir. Go ahead. Have fun. <laughs> she gonna let. She going to go through the motions, fam. She is doing more cooking. She is doing more cleaning. She is doing more laundry with her flexibility. Maybe she gets in a workout or two, but I promise you she does more domestic labor. And so I feel like we as women have been tricked into uh, thinking that this is good for us, when in reality, this is the exploitation of uh, our domestic unpaid labor. No. That's what corporate work from home jobs are. And maybe they're the new mommy track in the corporate world as well. So not only are we going to get paid less for being less visible, but now we also are working harder. Yeah, good luck. Hey, this is what you're going to get, man. This Yo, good luck, man. Good luck. This woman is done. She done. And anything you do, as soon as you kick in the door, you high five your kids, you put your feet up. How's it going, hon? What's for dinner? She about to be irate. She gonna be like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you ain't. It's gonna be a rapsky. If anytime your wife talks like this, this is called on the marriage wheel. I'm gonna just show you brothers. Because a lot of people don't understand this. On the marriage wheel, this is called the bait and switch. All right, this is the bait and switch. This is when the, the feminist that either she hid or she hid to get married or the feminist she became is going to start creeping out of the door. All right, this is called the marriage wheel. This is the bait and switch. Now, this bait and switch could last a good two to five years because she'll go, 
wait a minute. She's going to put up with this shit for about, she'll live with you for about two to five years thinking this. And oh, by the way, all this she's saying, she's not going to say to you. She'll say it to TikTok. She'll say it to all her mommy friends. She'll say it to the marriage counselor. She'll say it to her mama, your monster-in-law. You ain't going to hear about this for two and three years. You're going to be blindsided. You're going to be like, huh? And she's been steaming and stewing. Oh, by the way, you've had sex with this woman, and she's been pissed the entire time. So I'm telling you guys, I'll press a one in the chat if you've experienced this. All right, because I ain't the only one. This is what women do in marriage. This is a classic, what we call the bait and switch. So now she's been listening to too much feminism shit, and she thinks she's getting a raw deal. She thinks she's getting the short end of the stick. There goes your intimacy. Go ahead and try to kiss this woman. Try to kiss this woman. It ain't, yep, he said TikTok recon. She's been telling her the rapist, her therapist, her counselor. She's been telling everybody this for about a good two years before you hear about it. <laughs> and guys, you, I, guys, I'm telling you, I know, I know you're, I know you're thinking, man, this is crazy, man. This is, this ain't, this ain't all women. I'm telling you guys, you better prepare for this. If you want to get married, you better prepare for this or you're going to get blindsided. It doesn't, we're not trying to put women down here. I'm just telling you, they all do this. Every single one is going to do a bait and switch, something like this. And you're going to pay for it, <laughs> right? You're going to pay for it. It is what it is. That's Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? And uh, don't let her get a hold of no wine. If she get a hold of some box wine and she get a hold of some uh, prescription pills, ninja, it's about to, she about to turn your world upside down. Don't let her start tipping in that bottle. <laughs> she start taking drinks and she use, if she start drinking two or three glasses of wine in the night. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. All right, look, man. Shout out to J Flow. He says, I get mine. He says, I get mine from wifey as long as I keep my job and grill that good barbecue. A solid three minute banger, Coach Gang, for life. There's barbecue in there. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. Good three minutes. Good, man. You got it. You got it. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all you need. All right, what do we, we do it here? He said, weed too. Yeah, if she starts smoking weed, it's a wrap. She get take any mental health meds, wrap. All right, go ahead and wrap that shit up. <laughs> All right, your marriage is donezo. And your punani access is cut off. Unless she gets super drunk one night. And then you might be able to do some things with her. All right, shout out to Charles E. He says, glad you took care of her for me. Shout out to you, man. <laughs> Reverend X and who? I can't remember. King of Spades, hey, coach, wasn't that school attendant that stole 1.5 million from memphis yep memphis is memphis um always catching ale school attendant stole 1.5 men let me see here stole 1.5 million let me see if i can pull it up oh the chicken wing lady yeah <laughs> i remember her she from illinois she from illinois yeah okay i remember what you're talking about yes yeah, she stole the 1.5 million in chicken wing all right that was illinois I wonder, where's her picture at? I remember reporting that story. Okay, they ain't got a picture of her. I got to get a photo of her. Where's she at? Cafeteria school woman stole $1.5 million in chicken. All right, but she was a black woman. All right, they ain't, I can't find it. <laughs> Let me see if I can find the image. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Black community going to be mad at me. Yeah, there it is. That, that wasn't Memphis, though. That, that, was, that was Illinois. Or there, there we go right there. All right. Uh, anyway, stealing chicken is a, I, you know. I mean, I don't want to sound racist, <laughs> but that's a bad look. Shout out to Eric Powell says free agent lifestyle for life. It is. JC says, did you know Fat Joe did all Biggie's backup vocals? Huh? What? Huh? I don't know. I didn't, I never knew that. I never knew that at all. I'm sorry. What? He did his backup vocals. All right. That's interesting. MC Hamster says she will make it easy if she likes you. Yes. Are you talking about the approach? The approach, yes. Uh, but we have to understand, yeah, mo- most women don't like in- men at all. Like, they like men, but, um, you know, one of, the, one of the things is, you know, they say 80% of men are invisible to women. But it just depends. You know, I'm not, I'm invisible to a lot of women, uh, and I kind of chalk it up to they don't like me. <laughs> you know, it ain't no big deal. All right, or they don't want to uh, give me any choosing signals, or there's no interest at all. And there are some women that are interested in me and they give partial interest. Some women are aggressive. So women are different on how they're going to make it be known. But men do take it personal. And young men do take it personal. They get mad when women don't notice them. They get mad. But I'm like, you know, that shit is normal. (laughs) But we think that because, you know, we're, we're different. We would like almost any woman that's outside, especially if you down bad. When we walk outside, almost any woman would do. And it depends on how you want to do them. But almost any woman would do. So it is almost kind of disheartening if you're a guy that is overwhelmingly invisible to women. This is something that women will never care about. They don't give a rat's ass. So you kind of almost don't have to give a rat's ass. You got to have to just really go about your life. And a lot of guys don't do this. This is why I don't suggest people try to use game as a replacement. Because, you know, when we talk about cold approach, it's because you do this on a constant basis. Can I help you out for a second? I'm trying to help you. What you're, what you're doing is you every day you're going out, you're worried about, trying to find a woman, right? You So you getting your shoes just right. You getting your gear. You getting your khakis creased. You getting your shirt all ready to go. All right, you putting on your cologne. You getting your watch. You putting your jewelry on. You got your chain. You got your hat cop. And I'm telling you, Ninja, like you don't have to do that for like 25 out of 30 days. <laughs> like you can literally walk outside with some shorts, ashy-ass knees, some rolled-over tennis shoes, and go do whatever you need to do, come back inside, and don't even worry about it. Don't even press it, because overwhelmingly what you're upset about is you gave an effort and you did not get reciprocated. Yep, you got a haircut, you got your gaiters on, you got your Stacey Adams on, you've been fresh, and you go out there and nothing happens. That's disheartening. It's very disheartening, for real. Like, you done went to everywhere. You went and went to Target. You done went to the mall. You done bought shit that you didn't need so you could walk out in the mall, look like you holding shopping bags. You went to the grocery store. You went to the juice place. 
and everywhere you went, hoes ignored you. Women ignored you. Nobody said nothing. Nobody gave you a signal. Nobody even said a peep. Nobody said you smell good. Nobody said look at your watch. Nobody said you got a nice car. Nobody said your haircut look crisp. Nobody said nothing. And that's disheartening. <laughs> so when I, yep, your Jordans is fresh. No girl said you got a fresh shoe collection. Now, here's the thing. A lot of guys do that and they get really disheartened because they made the effort. And what I'm telling you is you don't have to do that. I would tell you to do the opposite most of the time and pick your pick your spots. Because a lot of guys get pissed that the women just walk past them, ignored it like, wow. Wow. And it's a fact. It's an actual fact. Then guys get pissed. They come home and they be like, what happened? What did I do? And what was I doing wrong? And what was I doing right? The reality is most women ain't worried about your monkey ass. They got options out here. They can choose who they want. You really ain't nobody, really, in, in, the, in the grand scheme of things. Nobody checking for you for like that. Women are worried about a whole bunch of 50 other things than looking at every guy that's fresh. And it depends on who you are. You could be a goofy as well. So anyway. Yeah, they be crying that these women don't pay attention. They don't look at it. Man, I'm going to tell you. I've got up and got fresh, got in the 9-11, put my cologne on, jewelry, and nobody says shit. Then I'm in my truck. I'm in Archie Bunker with ashy legs, <laughs> right, and some shorts on, in a T-shirt, and a woman talks to me in Home Depot. You see what I mean? And a woman talks to me. I'm like, damn, I wish I'd have had the 911. I wish I would have had the porch so they could see. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Women have talked to me in the most despicable, disgraceful, or given me a little bit. Me and my son went out one day to uh, the, 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 the Chipotle, and girl was behind the corner talking, and I was just in a raggedy-ass sweats. And my son was like, damn. Damn, Dad, she was on you. <laughs> right? It was a young lady over on the other side. She was like, can I roll with you? What can I do? And women, same thing. I would give women the same advice, all right, because they put their makeup on, they get their hair done, they go outside, and nobody says shit to them. And they get on the internet crying. They nobody said nothing, and I made an effort. Then they come out, high ponytail, sunglasses, sweatpants, yoga pants, barely any yoga pants, sweatpants, dingy T-shirt, and here come everybody talking to them. One of the reasons why is you don't look like you're making, you're not doing too much. Most of the time, guys get intimidated. If they see you all glammed up, they're like, well, somebody must have her already, or she too glammed up, or she too sexy, or she's not relatable, or she too high maintenance, and they'll ignore her. Then she comes out looking regular at the grocery store, and everybody popping game to her. Why? She looks approachable. She looks reasonable. She don't look like she's arrogant or have an ego. She don't look like she high maintenance. She look like she just can enjoy a wreck. So now you're more likely to talk to her. But it is what it is. So she got her hair tied up, little makeup. She looks approachable. <laughs> you're like, oh, there she is. There's a regular girl. Most people, most men will shoot their shot at that because men ain't going to shoot their shot at a high maintenance broad. Some men will. Most men won't. They'll just walk away. All right, they'll be like, well, I can't afford that woman. Simple, simple. But more to the information about guys. Guys, don't sweat it. 
Really, I mean, I know I get it, but don't sweat it too much. Men sweat this little shit way too much. All right, anyway, what do we got here? A.A. Ron is in the building. Easy A.A. Ron is in the building. Shout out to you. Uh, Mr. James Davis says, hold the line, men's shield up all the time. All the time. Jones G said, married for 18 years, together for 23. I can co-sign. Remember, married men will tell you the truth over here. He co-signs what I've been telling you. All right, intimacy is something else. Monte says, I'm clapping Brock Lesnar's daughter. All right, man. Woof. He likes muscular bras. You and KT King can go out to the gym and have a good old time out here. All right, here we go. Uh, what? <laughs> what is this? There's something that's a video. Something. Okay, something had a video on. I was like, what? They started talking about credit reports. Let me check over here and over here. Over here. MC Hamster says she will make it easy if she likes you. Yes. Stephen Russell says ex-wife couldn't cut me off. She didn't know where I was getting it. All right. The ex-wife couldn't cut me off. She didn't know where I was getting it. Not sure what that means. Go ahead and clear that up for me. DG Seymour or CGA, I do not believe Sean Fudge Diddy Combs touched the women. He says, now, if men accused him, I will believe it. The industry has been hedonistic forever and for decades. He is the tip of the iceberg, and that is a fact. Again, that is a fact. He's the tip of the iceberg. I mean, he's the one that the industry does not want them to peel the curtain back on. Um, I do try not to make things about race too much because I'm not trying to play the victim. But here's the funny thing about it. Many of these guys that got exposed in the Me Too early on, a lot of them, some were black, some were white, but I'm noticing a pattern here. A lot of these ninjas, that's, a lot of these men getting exposed is always the black guys. There were some Jimmy Iovine sprinkle in here, but there's something to be said about how black men are respected in this country. They really don't give a shit. Like people will, and again, we're not excusing negative behavior either. Because if he did something, he did something. But there are some, the way people just throw black men under the bus here is very interesting, as opposed to other races of men. There wasn't no Mexican men getting thrown under the bus. Maybe they don't do nothing despicable either. So it's a tough conversation. All right. Anyway, but Ninja, they will sell your ass out like a runaway slave. It don't matter. And here's, here's the reason why. Because in the black community, Shout out to the angry man, Valdez. He's been talking about this for years, all right? In the black community, there's no one black man better than the other. We're all equal, even amongst the women. So we, there's no one better than the next. It doesn't matter how much money you have, how much prestige, how much status, how much um, education, how much knowledge. Everybody's supposed to be on par with each other, right? Nothing puts the other person ahead. No matter if you've been in jail 20 years out of 25 years of your life, right, or whatever crazy, when you get out, you're equal to the next black person. You're equal to the next black man. And then th this is kind of how the black community works and what turns off a lot of people, especially men from the black community, is like, um, you know, they, they call them the educated lames, where, you know, you press hard, you're a good guy, you do well, you get your education, you get a good stable job. People tell you you ain't shit in a minute. 
Then when it comes to sexual selection, those guys overwhelmingly are missed on the sexual selection, especially early in their lives. And then the Pookie and the Ray Ray and these guys are elevated. The Tyrone, the ninjas with muscles, the, the soldiers, these guys get elevated. And thus there's an attraction that eliminates the other guy and there's no hierarchy. So no matter where you are, it's kind of like you're always missing something. If you're, if you're a, a soldier, I'm a soldier. If you are against the ninja, you're elevated. Even though you don't have education, you're still a hustler. You're a scammer. You're a, you make that good money, the easy money. So you're good. You over here, you make good money. You're good, but you're missing the edge. So you're still equalized. You're equalized. They find a way to equalize you. Like, you can't get ahead on either end. If you're a criminal or if you're a good guy, you can't get ahead. Same thing, kind of deadbeat dad. You're a good dad, you get dropped down to deadbeat status if you're a good dad. If you're a bad dad, right, you equalized. Y'all both on the same level. <laughs> you're a bad dad and you don't, You just throw money at her. You don't give her any money. It don't matter. Y'all both. It's like the realest thing. So, again, when you see other people, they never get protected, right? So, they will really treat you like P. Diddy's. Like, boom, you are you a ninja, and you just like everybody else. It is something, something else is a sight to be seen. This is why some black men choose to not participate in this type of, um, in, in this type of uh, game because there's no benefit. And when they don't participate, they kick you out. Or they make you stay. You be like, I don't want to play. They're like, you got to play. You black. Okay, I don't want to play. Or when they ready to kick you out, they just take your black card. Give me that. <laughs> All right. You out. So they decide when you're black or not. Other people decide it. And it's a weird thing. I don't know if other races of people have it. If they do, it's not on that extreme. It's not on this extreme. It's so my, what I notice is men get kicked down real quick over here and treat it like because one of the reasons why is because we think we know other black men because they're just like the people that we know and grow up we know them i know diddy he came up in the rap and danced and he took that took that and he did the shimmy and all of this shit i know you i know you and people like you um in other cultures you don't know dentists you don't know ninjas that own dentist uh <laughs> dentist groups you don't know wealthy people. You don't know people who have 5,000 square foot properties. You don't know. It don't matter what the race of the person is, but if it's a white guy, a Jewish guy, an Asian guy, and he have that, you look at him like, wow, he made it. If you ever see one, <laughs> you literally be like, okay, he's up here. He's different than these, and he's that guy. He's up here. He separated himself from the pack. All right, and then if you see a ninja that's a piece of trailer park trash, you throw him down there. There you go. He's just a piece of trailer park trash. All right, so you segment them. You hierarchy over there. In the black community, there's no hierarchy. All right, no one's better than the other. <laughs> it's a, but I don't like it. All right, uh, anyway. I don't like it because they find a way to disrespect any guy and you just, you know, and, it, and sadly enough, it only is, it comes from, it comes from their own people. It comes from mostly the women and men. They all participated in this. So you ain't better than me. You ain't better than me. You ain't no better than me. 
You think you better than me because you got a master's degree? Oh, you my master now? Oh, ninja, you ain't got no master's degree because, hey, man, I don't care if you got no master's degree. Because you got your master's, you think you better than me. You ain't better than me, ninja, because I still get more hoes than you. I still knock out more niggas than you. I still get more money than you, right? Mm. <laughs> they, 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 I can still whoop your ass, ninja. All right, you ain't better than me because you got an education and you moved out of the hood. You don't get no money back in the hood. You don't put no money back in the community. You ain't out here helping, struggling, and striving. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, shit. All right, I guess I ain't shit because I got a nice 2,000-square-foot house. <laughs> you ain't better than me, Nick, because you got a 9-11. Nick, I come rob your shit right now. I take all your shit. I snatch your chain, tuck your chain, ninja. It's like real. You like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Like really, but that's kind of how it works, man. But men work like that as well. Men work like that because male jealousy is dangerous. Male jealousy is dangerous. So men will do that. They'll see you come up and then try to tear you down. Okay, we got got to cancel this ninja now. We got to get this ninja to monetize now. All right, this ninja getting too far ahead of us now. Anyway. And women will do it to black, black women will do it to black men. You ain't shit because you did this. And black men will do it to black women. Oh, your, your degree and money don't matter. <laughs> really, it's hate. All right, anyway. All right, let me get into here. Shout out to Kevin Sullivan says, what's up, coach? Every time I hear these birds talk, I hear in my head, CGA said, cut the bullshit right there. All right, LOL, train gang. Yep. Yeah, man, they, they, Trying. no name, no government name says my daughter is 16 in Colorado. Child support goes until age 19. I expect one more court battle before she hits 19. Did you expect another battle? You weren't surprised this move by your ex, right? No, I wasn't surprised. All right. Because there was a play to get kids to move here and move there. So I knew something was going to happen, uh, especially as my, the, the signs of my life improving happened. I saw her thought and plotting. So I was like, oh, she thought and plotting. So she started playing. She started playing chess. Uh, one thing here that I always know, and this is something that you guys can watch out for, because I'm very intuitive uh, of human behavior. Okay, so if I know, especially like a ex-girlfriend and an ex-wife, if I know things are good, she'll talk. Women cannot hide their behavior. You can always see the signs of thoughting and plotting. And if I'm dealing with an ex and they're high, they're at least somewhat cordial. I know everything is good. But when they start cutting off, they can't look at you in the eye. They start getting quiet. You say hi first. You have to say hi first. Hey, how you doing? All right. You want to sit next to them. They get all shifty. You sit across from them. They start taking your kids and whispering in their ear. I was like, here come the bullshit. Here come the bullshit. And so they planned. You guys got to know. They thought and plot months and years ahead. They thought and plot. And a lot of guys ignore the signs. All right. But I always tell my mom. I'm like, hey, she about to do something. She about to do something. She up to something. You drop them off. They don't come outside. They don't wave. They don't communicate. They don't. Uh, we had this. Um, we have this uh, talking parent app where you can go back and forth and talk. 
I know things are good when she's at least communicating on that app, right? Even if she's asking for money, right? She'll be like, hey, I, I paid $50 for this. I paid 75. As long as there's communication on that app, I know it's good. When that communication stops, I'm like, she up to something. And it's inevitable. It's inevitable. I'm like, here it comes. When that communication stops and the details, sharing information about the kids, asking about this, when that stops, I'm like, she planning something. They cannot hide it. What we do is we try to hide it for them and say, well, maybe I'm, well, maybe she, but don't interrupt it because it is what it is. She's already got the plan in motion. The plan is in motion. So she'll start craftily moving the chess pieces around, getting the kids, planning stuff into the kids. And I found this out because I found messages that were six months, at least four to six months ahead of when I, the, the plan was put into action. Yep. I found messages that were four to six months before the plan was executed. And I was like, oh, man. So, but guys, this is how women work. They plan their thing and then they execute it. It's somewhat dumbly executed, but they plan in advance. They make the, they set this up. They set that up. They put the information here. They start saying this and then they do it. We call this thotting and plotting. They thought and they plot. Sometimes they'll start at the beginning and they'll smile on your face. But at some particular point, you can see that they're withdrawing this attention, withdrawing the communication, withdrawing this. They're thotting and plotting. You guys got to watch it. It, it, it. All women do it. All women do this. He said, this isn't a laughing matter. <laughs> it's, it's a fact. It's an absolute fact. So I'm very intuitive of human behavior. And I watch this. And I'll be like, here we go. They can't hide it. They cannot hide this. And don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. Your wife is under you, letting you push and shove. You're, you're sleeping with your wife. And she's planning a divorce. People don't know. She'll let you, she'll open her legs to you. She'll sleep with you. And she's planning the escape. <laughs> she's talking to attorneys. Your girlfriend right now has another man she's talking to. She's ready to jump to the next branch. And you're still sleeping with her. Matter of fact, uh, my roommate, one of my female roommates, one of my female roommates, this is another piece of thing right here. He said, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. <laughs> I don't know what part of the video are you on, but yes. I had a roommate, a female roommate when I was in co post-college. I just graduated from college. She, um, she had a friend. that I met her through a friend. All right, these are the great stories for you. I met her through a friend. And uh, I had a roommate that was moving out. And then he was like, hey, you looking for a roommate? I was like, yes. He said, this woman right here is looking for, my friend is looking for a roommate. I was like, okay, cool. She came to my house. I met her. Talked to her. Interviewed her. Filled out the application. She said she was living with her boyfriend. She's ready to move in four months. Four months. Now, she didn't tell her boyfriend anything at that point, but she had executed a move, put the deposit down, got in contact with the leasing officer. Her male friend that I was friends with knew he 
referred her to me and the boyfriend knew nothing. She moved in with me. That's when he found out. And all that time, I guarantee you, they was cooking. She was smiling in his face. She lived up under him for four months. I guarantee you, she was sleeping with him. She could not have gone four months without sleeping with her, was sleeping with him. She was intimate, and she broke up on the day of the move. And it was four months in advance. What, what do I tell you guys? That is, a, that is a move. And the reason why they do this is because security, protection. This is uh, why they have to manipulate this way. They have to make sure that they're safe and alive at the end of the day. Because if she would have went in and said, hey, in four months I'm moving, anything could happen to her risk-wise. All right, and so you guys got to know, man, that's how they do. They will open up their legs and they'd be ready to leave you. Just put through it. <laughs> so it's like, wow. And you're like, man, man, man. But guys don't know this shit and you will deny it, deny it, deny it. And that's deny at your own peril. Deny at your own peril. But you don't got to prove it to me. I've lived it and I've seen it way too much. I've experienced it. This is how they move. This is how they move. And they do it because safety. They have to be safe at the end of the day, right? So they got to move all these chess pieces to make sure nobody offs them. Nobody chokes them out. Because that's, you know, they, they are vulnerable to that. Anyway. He said, sound like he didn't listen to something. Yeah. But here's a woman's, here's a woman's approach. Saying, sound like he didn't listen to something. Yeah, I'm not. They broke up. Relationships break up. I don't know why they broke up. But she was already breaking up. She didn't tell him. And she still slept with him, and she still went to sleep in his bed, and she still... So she was already broken up. What men don't understand is this. Most of the time, in relationships, women have broken up with you way before the breakup date. We call this an emotional divorce. So yes, they broke up. I'm not justifying why they shouldn't broke up, what he did, what he didn't do. We don't care about that. The point we're saying is they emotionally detach from you before they leave you. That's what they do, and they do it for. I don't care what, what the relationship was, but that's how they're going to do it. So you might think it's good, and all, the, all along, she's saying what this woman just said. He didn't listen to something. That don't mean she stops having sex with you. That doesn't mean she stops living with you. That doesn't mean she stops uh, parenting. No, nah, she's going to cut herself off first before she leaves. <laughs> that's what she's going to do. And you'll be the last to know. You're going to be the last to know. Her friends are going to know. Her mother's going to know. Maybe her father's going to know. Her whole family's going to know. Her Everybody, everybody going to know. All the mommy group people are going to know. Her new boyfriend knows. The next man she moving on to knows. In the case of my roommate, I was the next guy. But I was just a roommate. So I had to make sure... I was cool with the guy. And on moving day, he came to the house, right? He helped her move and all that. But he found out the night before that that day. And he moved in. I met the guy. I was kind of like, hey, man, I'm just a roommate. I ain't the next ninja, right? So I had to smooth it out with that guy because he was a um he was an Asian guy. And I was like, I don't want this ninja to Hong Kong fooey my ass. Yep, the neighbors know. The sisters know. Everybody knows you're going to be the last to know, inevitably. The marriage counselor knows. The therapist knows. You're going to be the last to know. And this is because they got to they gotta make sure 
and the transition that they have security over here, and then they can land safely over here, and they can be alive when they leave you, alive over here. They can have the finances set over here and here. This is called monkey branching. This is nothing new. This is a monkey branch. <laughs> so they're going to swing. This is what monkey branching is. She doesn't, she doesn't let go of this branch until she secured this branch. And that could be man, that could be a, another man, that could be another house or apartment, that could be another safe place. They need another safe place before they let go of this. Very rarely do they let go and just be out here dropping and plummeting with no safety net. Anyway, he says, I can't rock with that. I didn't want him, I didn't want him to get me because he looked like he could be an emotional guy. All right, and I was like, I didn't want him to get me, man. It just is mad. All the, all the Asian males are mad. But I didn't want him to get me. And his girlfriend was white. So, you know, anyway, I'm giving too much information out now. <laughs> he says, using you till they can get someone else's wild. Guys, this is part of the game. It's part of the game. If you want to play the game, play the game. That's part of the game. Even the pimps know this. The pimps know this. You're gonna get you're gonna get blindsided. Has anybody ever had a girlfriend break up and then you sitting there, she just sitting up under you for a week, a month, a year, just why she you broke up? Nah, man, they gone. They break up with you, dip. They go to safety. Anyway, let me get back to the show. Guys here. I'm trying to wake y'all up with the information. Don't fight me on this. I, I'm not, this isn't the shit I want to argue about. Because you, you're arguing peanuts at this point. But this is going to be a valid point here. This is, this is inevitably true. And there's a reason why it should be true. All right, here we go right here. Speaking of, we're, we're going to wives now. Why wives reject husbands? Why do wives reject husbands? Here it is right here. There's uh, two gentlemen. Do you want to start off with the white gentleman or the black gentleman? Both of them are similar in their approaches. I would say this would be on the beta approach, definitely the emotional, intelligent approach to why, what men should do when their wives reject them. All right, press, press one if you want to start with the white gentleman or press two if you want to start with the black gentleman. Here we go. This is something else. This will be good here. All right, all right. I have to give time. I have to give time. All right, let's see here. Putting this up here. Uh, it says right here. Okay, hold on for a second. I got to refresh the screen. You want a black guy. Okay, all right. We had a couple of white guys. Y'all want the ninja. All right, Um. okay. This is going to be interesting, guys. This will be an interesting perspective because we're a little more hardcore over here. All right, this is going to be the brother. And it says, a good woman is always ready. And it says eggplant in the thinking emoji. And as you can see... <laughs> We gonna get into some spiritual, emotional. We about to get into it. All right, so here you go, right here, and he's getting into man. He can stretch too. He getting into his yogi. All right, this is gonna be great stuff. All right, here we go, right here. Uh, let's let's let him see it here. 
hear a lot that a good woman is gonna always be ready sexually for her man. This always felt like really subservient, like energetic slavery. My uh, wife Candace is 34. That 34 year old version is not always present. It may not be conducive to try to engage them in a sexual way. It can come across like sexual abuse in ways they're not even aware of, even if they consent. And me and my wife just did a Houston. Let me, let me stop right there. Let me stop right there. So he's saying, he's a 30, uh, they're in their 30s. He says, even though my wife's consents sexually, submit sexually, doesn't mean she wanted to. Now, we've heard this the other day where the guy was like, if you press, 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 or I think it was a woman saying, if you press, you know, this is going to be, there's going to be kind of abuse within your relationship. So he's saying she consented, but not really. She consented, but not really. She was not available. This is, this is a issue in marriages. And again, this is right here. You, I'm going to read the comments. A lot of guys will deny what I say because you don't like how I say it. And you can't believe that this is an issue in a marriage and intimacy. But here it is. This is it. Now, I'll read the responses. This is a big issue in marriages. This sort of intimacy where the woman gives sex to the husband but didn't want to this is constituted in this part right here. This is not consent. You pressed her or she pitied you and she did it out of pity or spot, whatever she did it and she gave it to you, but now she's feeling like, mm. okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's play the rest here. Vibe night. We was extremely tired. We wake up, it's like 6.30 and my wife is doing something I've never seen her do. She's cuddled up under the covers watching Hey Arnold. I've never seen my wife put on cartoons. It was peculiar to me. I knew it was something in her needed to feel like a child. It's like right, really I'm cuddled up, like it's Saturday morning cartoon time. Just all right, all right, all right, all right. I have to pause it because I'm trying to. He's seeing behavior. She's seeing a wife doing something. He's saying she's watching Hey Arnold, which is a cartoon. Cuddle up like a baby. This is where this shit going to go crazy, man. I'm like, boy, this is going to go crazy. But of course, when we read the comment section, a lot of women are going to agree. He sees her acting funny, and he picks up on it. He's intuitive, and he says this. Kind of rubbing on her. I'm not trying to get it popping. He's just showing love. If I was attempting to take it to a sexual level, while she was in that space, I may have felt pressure because this is my husband. Had a beautiful day. We exhausted a lot of energy. Sex would be great right now. But Candace was not 34 years old. Later on in the day, we talked about it. I'm like, yo, why was you watching a cartoon? She was like, I don't know. How old did you feel like you was in that moment? She was like, I was probably about eight. Been Let me stop it right there. Let me stop it right there. Let me stop it right there. Now we're entering to some crazy territory. And this is what happens when people are in tune to their feelings and shit like this. So this is modern marriage. He says, why were you acting like that? Right? We did a whole thing. We went out on date night. We had a good time. We came back terrible. He wants some intimacy. He noticed her. He waits. He notices her acting funny in his words. He says she's not 34 in there at the moment. She's now eight. She's eight. So she feels eight because she's eating, eating bowls of cereal and uh, watching cartoons. Now, this is, I made this case before about women in age. I'm like, dude, it don't matter what age they are. They're somewhat children with breasts. All right, you got to really treat them like a child the majority of the time. 
Now, every now and then, they will be treated like an adult. So now they can revert back and up and down and feel 8 and 30 and 40 and 56. And now they can change age. Okay, now, the point he's going to say now is because she feels 8. And he pushes to her to perform sex in his marriage that he's having sex with an 8-year-old. There are many moments where her inner child will come to surface in ways where I know it's not time for me to treat her like a 34-year-old wife. It's time for me to nurture that eight-year-old when it shows up. And a lot of men don't have the emotional and energetic intelligence to understand. Times you're not dealing with an adult wife. You're dealing with an eight-year-old little girl. For an eight-year-old little girl, sex is not what's on the agenda. You gotta find another way to connect. Now, I want everybody who's ever disagreed with me on this subject matter to apologize right now. This is what I'm telling you women do in marriages. Now, it's not because your girl or your girl didn't do it and my girl won't. What he's, what they're, what he's doing is somebody said it's simp-splaining, beta-splaining. I told you these guys were going to come from a beta approach. When I tell you the marriage will, is undefeated. When I tell you you're going to be blindsided with this shit, when I tell you these therapists be out here with the MK Ultra just putting this shit in their head, new, 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 new world order. and when I tell you betas end up putting with, up with this shit in marriage, now she can remove the table, now from, she can remove sex off the table because she feels eight in the moment she wants to watch cartoons and eat uh, uh, Captain Crunch and, and Lucky Charms. She's emotionally eight now. And if I press on sex, I'm, I'm having sex with her eight-year-old version. Ninja, oh my. What? And I'm telling you, man. You guys don't understand. And these are the things I'm telling you. I'm telling you this. This is do not be surprised that this shit is going to happen. Now, he's, let me go to the comment section. Did you guys get the explanation? Did you guys get the explanation? Now watch this. Watch this shit. Because now she get oh, but the 34-year-old version of herself gets to sleep in the bed and have a house and home. Let's go to the comment section. I don't like the comment section to use it as a way to explain if things are accurate or not. Let's go to see what the women think about this. One woman, please breed more emotionally intelligent and understanding men like this with the crying emoji. 1.5k likes. Here's a woman. This man made this made me cry hard. Just him saying this made me feel a little bit better because I now I know that someone understands. We ain't done yet. Never have I ever heard a man explain something like this before. You're 1000% correct. Now, here's my point. I'm not saying if they're correct or not. I'm saying this can happen to you in your marriage. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm not saying these women are wrong. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying this is what you should um, expect. 
Here's another one. I cried listening to this. I feel grateful in this moment to witness someone who gets it and expressed it. Let me continue. Thank you, my brother. Bro, okay, this was a guy. I thought I was the only one who understood this. So good, it takes a mature, wise husband to understand this and be sensitive with his wife. Thank you for putting it out there to the masses. Another one. Wow. Now that's emotional intelligence. Okay. Now, let me stop here. Do you understand where I'm coming from now? See, a lot of people think I'm just putting down women and being critical and saying that they're, what I'm saying is this. There's a lot of women who feel this way. You're not going to know it until you marry. <laughs> the sad part, this, this is the gamble of marriage. She could completely feel this. I'm not here to interpret that. What I'm saying is I'm going to mitigate risk. I'm not going to marry again because I've seen this happen. I've seen a woman revert girlfriends, wives, kids. I've seen them revert back to a child. Right? And then the next day they want to they want to lead. And this is why I tell you I refuse to abandon my post. I refuse to give up this type of leverage. Because this can't happen. And there's no there's nothing you can do about it. You can't make her do it. You can't wait till she, you feel 34 today. She don't want to have sex. Nope, I feel 12. You're going to rape me. That's child rape. You're a metaphile. Now we're metaphiling adult women because they feel, again, I, I, think, I think this is, this is <laughs> for, for you men, I'm here to let you understand what you're vulnerable to. I'm not here to tell you that, 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 that you should put up with this. I'm not telling you either way that women are dumb for this. I'm not here to do this. You guys want to, this is why I tell you, don't argue me. Don't argue me on this shit. You're arguing with the wrong person. You need to get these pseudotherapists. You need to talk to your wife and your girlfriend. You need to ask her if this is a possibility because she's going to hide this before the marriage. You won't see any of this before the marriage. When you move in and live together, this is why I put the marriage wheel, connection phase, investment phase. Okay? You're not going to see any of this or you're not going to really recognize the sign of this in your immaturity. And she's going to hide it. This is why they call it the mask falls off, right? She's not going to put it out here, here. She's not going to tell you this when you're moving in and, and having kids and buying engagement rings and planning weddings and all this shit. She ain't going to show you that. She's going to show it later on after the investment has been made. Boom. And that's going to show up there. So now you're this guy right here. Oh, honey, how do you feel? Eight or 12 today? Four or six? 30 or 32? You want to lead or follow? Um, now you're here. And you have to now understand because you then now lose. You now then lose if you say, man, this is whack. Oh, well, you took, you took it from me when I felt vulnerable and weak and ate. I consented, but I really did it. I'm telling you. Hmm? Let's go to the next person. You guys arguing with me? I, I, I'm not here to argue and debate with niggas, all right, or men. I ain't here to prove my point against you. The points are proven. Now, on some so things, you if you think you're, uh, I'm, I'm out of, uh, and I'm somewhat crazy when I entertain you and I talk about the junior college and all, you can, you can try to argue me that, but you're kind of wasting your time on that because I ain't changing. I'm stuck in my ways. All right. Now I'm stuck in my ways. You ain't gonna, you ain't, yo, yo goofy ass with no uh, picture icon ain't gonna change my mind any day soon. I've seen way too much. I've seen, I've, I've lived five more lives than you have. 
I've been to 15 countries. I've been to 49 of the 50 states. I've been to every major city in America. So you can't be like, well, it ain't like that over here. And you don't understand. I dated white women, Asian, Latina. All right. Uh, black women. I've dated them all. Ninja, I, got, I got too much experience for you to come in here and try to argue me. All right. I just understand. I've been married. You haven't. I've lived with women. You haven't. I've traveled with women for 20 years. You have not. I have four sisters. You don't have any. I, I got too much info. I got too much info. There's no sense in trying to trying to prove me wrong. Now, just say you don't have that perspective yet. But I'm here on this grown man shit. I'm in here to live more life than you've ever lived in your life. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's continue. Uh, now we're going to go to the white guy. You're going to hear something similar now. And as you can see, I would classify so him. Your- I would classify him as somewhat beta. Like both of these men here are beta. This isn't a disparaging remark, but as you can see, they're not in their masculine. Their more approach is a beta approach. You see what I mean? Their approach is a beta approach, but doesn't mean it's negative. That's just how they're getting through. All right. So she says, uh, men, if you want more sex, this is how I got it in my marriage. All right, here we go. Your wife seems so annoyed when you try to have sex with her. Well, there are a number of reasons why your wife does what she does, and I'm not remotely smart enough to understand all of them. She doesn't even understand all of them. But here's what I do know. Sometimes what's really going on underneath the surface is she's not annoyed that you want to have sex with her. She's annoyed or frustrated or possibly even angry because deep down she feels emotionally neglected in this relationship. Let me stop right there. Now, remember I made that point earlier. I did see some people in the comment sections arguing this. But I made that point about this woman right here. I was like, she's got the trappings of success. She looks like she has a big house with a 13-feet ceiling. She got the kitchen she wants. And guys were like, no, man. And I'm like, no, man. Once you get into an extended marriage, you're talking about 5 to 12 years, she could feel emotionally neglected even though you're doing what you think you're doing right. I'm doing everything right. I'm the supporter, uh, provider. She doesn't have to focus on her career. She can work a part-time and take care of the kids. I come home and help a little bit. I'm exhausted. I need a nap to decompress. Then I'll help. Uh, Can I get a little sex, honey? Can I get a little dinner? Oh, you could. So now she's feeling emotionally neglected. I made that point, and this is what's happening now. This is why you ain't going to fuck your wife tonight. This is why you ain't going to get no wife sex. Or this is why you're going to get some lazy sex. Or this is why you're going to get some push and shove, no kiss, no intimacy sex. Right? Because now she's like, I feel, where is that? I feel emotionally neglected. And you ain't getting no puss puss tonight. This is a fact. Don't argue me. There, there it is. This is another guy. Um. And he's trying to explain it away. Here we go. She feels like her efforts aren't being reciprocated. She feels unappreciated. Maybe she even feels alone. And maybe in the past, she's even brought these feelings up to you, but you dismissed her. There you it told is. Her she's making too big of a deal of it. You there t- you go right there. So this is what the woman was saying in the, on the Notorious channel. Maybe he wasn't listening to her. Okay. I mean, listen, that's valid. That's valid. But it still don't, this, it, it still don't wet his whistle tonight. And it ain't going to wet his whistle anytime soon. So now he's like, okay, what do I need to do, honey? Now this is where you're going to pay for sex. 
with your wife. Now you about to start paying for sex because she don't want to have it. Now she's going to start saying, well, maybe if you helped a little bit more and maybe if you listened a little bit more and then maybe if you helped with the kids some a little bit more and maybe if you cook three days a week, maybe if you cut the lawn, maybe if you killed the spider, maybe and it's just going to be constantly moving. Now you're fucked. Now you now you're about to uh move, get the goalposts moved on you like crazy. Maybe if you took me to dinner and date night, Maybe if we got a hotel in Paris, maybe if we went on a little vacation, maybe if you got a better job and a raise, maybe <laughs> now you about to pay for that punani. You about to pay for that intimacy. <laughs> now you got to go to the jerk. Is that going to get your balls skating tonight? Is that going to get your balls consistently skeeting tonight? The answer is no. You're going to be out here with blue balls till you figure it out. Again, I'm not trying to prove that it's going to happen. I'm not going to prove that it's right or wrong. I'm just telling you where you're going to be. And this is almost inevitably in every marriage. That's, this is a, every marriage is going to go through this, if not be stuck in this. This is a fact. That's a fact. I'm not here to say who did what and whose fault it is. I'm just telling you where it's going to go. And you better not be shocked when it comes there. So let me see if I can fig- feel, uh, finish this movie. Told her why she shouldn't feel that way. And she left that conversation feeling even more unheard. All right. So the discussion was had and she didn't feel heard. The, you talked about it. You communicated and nothing worked. So guess what? She going to close them legs. So now you got to go see a marriage counselor or your church pastor or a divorce attorney. <laughs> somebody gonna have to figure it out or she gonna go on strike or you gonna have to figure it out and trust me you will not figure it out and unloved than before and you would agree that it's infuriating when someone only moves in your direction when they want something from you isn't it maybe she feels like you value sex more than you value her or maybe she had a dream where you were mean to her oh man wow so um maybe she had a dream where I was mean to her. So I get no sex. All right. I'm, I don't get any intimacy. Now this is ba- Now you can see why I called him beta. Because he doesn't even know. He done moved the goalpost 15 times. He hasn't give you anything definitive. All right. He's like maybe it's this. And maybe it's that. And maybe it's that. There's, no defi- there's no definitive. Because there is no definitive. Here's the problem with this. Here's the problem with this. Most men do not know that this is going to happen to them. When they get married. They have no clue. This is going to be a shock. Most men do not try to, most men do not go to the internet and, and express this uh, feeling of discontent because they're just going to blame him. Well, you ain't listening to her. Just like he said, maybe she had a dream. Maybe. But, so they're just going to blame him for her, the wife, basically withholding one of the most important things in a marriage, which is the intimacy. It's the alienation of affection. And she's using it to control him. All right, I'm not getting what I want. I'm going to lock it up. You, on the other hand, have no recourse to be able to solve this problem, right? Right? This is just basically going to be a snowball effect, and the shit's going to roll downhill, or you're going to see a hooker, you lose. You're going to get a side chick, you lose. It's, it's going to be your fault. Nothing is going to, nobody's going to say it's her fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Nobody will tell her, girl, suck it up, buttercup. Man, you better give your husband some or he going to walk out and cheat on you. Oh, girl, you about to lose your man. Nobody. 
Nobody except for me. I'm the only one. Like, girl, you better suck that shit up and get these 15 minutes and figure that shit out on your own. That's your problem. It ain't mine. And most of the time, it's her problem. But that's neither here nor there. I'm going to play these videos again just so you can see. I'm telling you, this is kind of how it works. You're going to get blindsided by this. I'm, I'm tell and it's not a certain woman's fault. Like, I'm not blaming any specific spouse, any specific partner. I'm saying you as a husband might have to deal with this, and it's probably a 99% chance you'll deal with it, mm. especially if you don't have another outlet. You're just going to have to sit there and jerk off. Uh, yes, married men jerk off, and they do it a lot. Why? Because of this. What else are they going to do? They got to get their outlet. And but if you get caught jerking off, it's your fault. They're gonna be like, "How come you paying for OnlyFans? And how come you watching porn? And how, prawn? How come? How come you don't use me as that? Well, cause you're eight today, ma'am. Well, because you're pissed off and don't know why, or you're emotionally just irritated at something that I did that you're not telling me about. I gotta guess. So this is why I tell you, married men are the biggest buyers of prostitutes and pornography. It's not the single men. But people won't, t uh, they, they won't accept this. This is one of the reasons why. They got to get that outlet. And they don't have time to guess. And most married men just go, oh, shit, she on something today. And then, what is it, honey? What can I do? And let me rub your, don't touch me today. You just like, guys, shit is real. <laughs> shit is real. And women will come up here. There's women in here on my comment section going, yep, well, he ain't listening to her. So close your legs. I'm just letting you know, guys. <laughs> They're even in the comment section right now defending these actions. I'm not trying to argue her either. I'm just telling you this is the real. So let me play these in full again so you can hear it so that you can stop arguing with me. Stop arguing with me. that a good woman is going to always be ready sexually for her man. This always felt like really subservient, like energetic slavery. My uh, wife, Candace, is 34. That 34-year-old version is not always present. It may not be conducive to try to engage them in a sexual way and come across like sexual abuse in ways they're not even aware of, even if they consent. And me and my wife just did a Houston vibe night. We was extremely tired. We wake up, it's like 6.30, and my wife is doing something I've never seen her do. She's cuddled up under the covers watching Hey Arnold. I've never seen my wife put on cartoons. It was peculiar to me. I knew it was something in her needed to feel like a child. It's like really cuddled up, like it's Saturday morning cartoon time. Just kind of rubbing on her. I'm not trying to get it popping. He just showing love if I was attempting to take it to a sexual level. While she was in that space, I may have felt pressure because this is my husband. Had a beautiful day, we exhausted a lot of energy. Sex would be great right now. But Candace was not 34 years old. Later on in the day, we talked about it. I'm like, yo, why was you watching a cartoon? She was like, I don't know. How old did you feel like you was in that moment? She was like, I was probably about eight. There's been many moments where her inner child will come to surface in ways where I know it's not time for me to treat her like a 34 year old wife. It's time for me to nurture that eight-year-old when it shows up in the lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, somebody just noticed. Uh, look at his shirt. Women don't owe you shit. I mean, so you see where this is coming from. Okay, you see where this is coming from. And what it, this proves my point. Most men that are married are beta. You you're going you're gonna to transform into a beta. If you want to keep your marriage going, most marriages you're going to transform into some beta shit. 
This is, I mean, I'm telling you, man, the, the evidence is just too far out there. So what is your, here we go right here, this guy. Your wife seems so annoyed when you try to have sex with her. Well, there are a number of reasons why your wife does what she does, and I'm not remotely smart enough to understand all of them. She doesn't even understand all of them. But here's what I do know. Sometimes what's really going on underneath the surface is she's not annoyed that you want to have sex with her. She's annoyed or frustrated or possibly even angry because deep down she feels emotionally neglected in this relationship. She feels like her efforts aren't being reciprocated. She feels unappreciated. Maybe she even feels alone. All right, he, he done came up with five she feels. All right, this is like five goalposts that I'm kicking at. And he is not even sure. And anybody that thinks these guys are right, here's the, here's the problem I'm having. Ninja, we ain't arguing if he's right. We, that's not the argument. <laughs> the argument's not if they're right or not. Now, if you want to support bipolar behavior and shit like that, go ahead. If you want to support her not communicating with you and trying to use, you need to figure it out as a means to get sex, right? If you want to use, maybe if we redo the kitchen and she really just pissed at you and she really is disengaged with you sexually and intimately, and you want to use that to justify this type of behavior, you go ahead, sir. You do you. But this does prove my point about marriage. That's all I'm proving. I'm not proving if they're right or wrong. It just proves my point. Continuing. And maybe in the past, she's even brought these feelings up to you, but you dismissed her. You told her she's making too big of a deal of it. You told her why she shouldn't feel that way. And she left that conversation feeling even more unheard and unloved than before. And you would agree that it's infuriating when someone only moves in your direction when they want something. All right. And so wait, is it? Yes, I agree. So if the wife only does this, does certain behavior or, or, or responds or moves my way. Hey, honey, uh, and she cozies up or she opens her leg. And then afterwards, I bust in my nut and she says, hey, I'm looking at a new Louis Vuitton purse. Yeah, that's usury. I do feel like that. But that don't stop them, does it? From you, isn't it? Maybe she feels like you value sex more than you value her. Or maybe she had a dream where you were mean to her. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> okay. And you never will. You're just going to kick at goalposts until you kick, kick a field goal. Oh, okay. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. Oh, by the way, this woman been ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel before you married her. In our world today, women come into marriages with high body counts. Same women shut husbands down sexually. So, again, again, I don't care who's right or who's wrong on their point. I'm just telling you, you about to deal with this shit. <laughs> you about to deal with it, man. Wow. All right. Anyway, and you're going to be shocked and floored that you're dealing with it. Let's get to the next subject right here. That was a great subject. That was a great subject. Uh, here we go right here. All right. Uh, Tupac and Post Malone. Tupac and Post Malone. Uh, we got Tupac Shakur here. Uh, Tupac Shakur. Uh, interesting video has popped up. Rare footage of Tupac talking with the groupie. Interesting that we want to look at this and try to figure out what's going on because we do have a lot of women from this era coming out saying that they were assaulted, abused, great, trained, and all this stuff. Trained. All right, and then people say, why are they coming out now? And they put themselves in this position and so forth. Now, you're going to see Tupac in his element, rest in peace to Tupac. This is no diss to him. And you're going to see him with a room full of women. You're also going to see him engaging with a woman not sexually, just in a very, very casual. And you're going to hear other women trying to cock block and shit like this. It is a sight to see. Now, if you're a man, you probably have never experienced this.
because you're not a celebrity, no status, you don't have money, you're not Tyrone or Chad, you're not a pimp or whatever you are. Most men are, 70% of men are none of these things. But let's take you to the video. This should be interesting. And uh, there's Tupac Shakur there. There's a white woman there. And uh, she looks very casual. She's leaning in towards her, and she's dressed provocatively. And in our world today, these women are like this. They're, they're filing accusations against these celebrities. But can you tell? Let's look at her behavior. Oh. All right, so let's stop it right here. Uh, there was a lot going on there. Now, those two people uh, in, the, in the video, Tupac and the white woman, they don't know each other. And I can tell you, they don't know each other. Somebody's recording this on an old camcorder. Shout out to that. But this woman is, she could tell they're strangers. They're just getting to know each other. They're probably in town. Now they're doing things like silly games, laughing. You know, if I hit you right here in the knee, your leg will pop up, right? Touching the, crossing the touch barrier, getting close. She's laughing at his silly jokes. She thinks shit is funny and she's just available. She'll, she'll suck them down right now. Now, you then then heard the black, there was a black woman said, what's so damn funny? Oh, I see what you doing. Essentially cock blocking the, the moment here and ridiculing the woman for laughing at his corny jokes. Okay, so I don't know the relationship he has with the other woman in the room, but she shut that shit down. Oh, I see what's going on here. Why? Attention is flowing to this woman. The other woman wants to put her word in. And then he does what? He gets up. Oh, no. He, he walks away from the woman and then gives attention to the rest of the woman, r- women in the room and starts to dance and shit. You see what I mean? There's a lot going on here in this little short mem- uh, video here. But look at the woman here. She's opened up to him. She's touching him. He's touching her. They're laughing. They're sniggling. And you see the woman's face. She might be the only white woman in the room, the only blonde hair, mop hair woman in the room. She definitely feeling the vibe of the other women. Women are very, very, very passive aggressive, and she can feel the energy. She can feel the laser darts as he's playing with her. She know them women hating, 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 hating. Somebody said it might be Jada. It could be, but everybody knows Tupac going in on the pink toe right now, and the other women are out. No attention for you. So what if the other woman is a woman that he was with the previous night? She could file an uh, allegation saying, oh, you going to flirt with me in front of another woman? Uh, let's continue here. Let's continue here. Ah, uh, see? All right. And so, oh, anything you do to me? Yes. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, 
now if my if my ass does this in a situation where nobody knows who I am, let me let me touch your knee and see if your leg kicks out. Woman gonna call uh, call me a creep, a pervert, a thirsty ass ninja. But let's continue. All right, and so there she is sniggling passively. You know, women are very sneaky like this, especially white women. <laughs> Everything funny. Yup, yup. Somebody said um, she has a wedding ring on. So she ha ha and the key keying. Ha ha key key. She ha ha and the key keying, right? This is an example of a woman that is definitely open. She open for business. Ha ha. And Kiki. All right, here we go right here. Yeah, uh, wait a minute. My mouse went off. Hold on for a second. I got to plug my mouse in. Now now I'm stuck with y'all like this if my mouse doesn't work now. I guess it ran out of battery. Let's plug her in real quick. All right, let's see if it works. Yep, it worked. It was out of battery. We would have been stuck like this for the rest of the show if I couldn't plug in. All right, here we go right here. Nothing. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and Tupac straightened up real quick. And look, the 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 ditzy blonde, the ditzy blonde still doing the knee hit. <laughs> look at the dumb blonde over here. She's still trying to kick kick her own knee out. And Jada or whoever the black woman is, what's so goddamn funny? <laughs> and look at Tup- nothing, nothing. I gotta see that part again, cause that's that makes me that makes me laugh. Look, Tupac heard that shit. Oh, she got her feet out too. She said, Oh, okay, I see what you trying to be like. Oh, I oh okay. Oh, I see. I see you with them pink toes over there. Oh, I oh I see. I see what you doing. Okay, oh, you try to be with that white girl. Oh, 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 okay. I don't see shit funny. <laughs> she came out. <laughs> Cock blocking ass women. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, he said it's time to start dancing. She said, okay. Basically, yep, get away from that woman. Left her. Now he'll come back and pick it up later. Oh, see, now he got to give attention to all the other ladies now. He was giving attention to too many. To one, he was giving attention to the woman, and the woman broke that shit up. Now he got to go over there and dance with them and get up and dance, party, do something. If you want me to stop talking to this one, you want me? All right, come on, do something with me. And them girls mad now. You want to go dance? I'll dance in a Look, yeah, and that, but she don't even get up. She don't even get up. She dancing in the chair. All right, come on. And it ain't, that's the woman that talked right there. Sorry for the flashing. All right, so we did get a glimpse of the woman. It wasn't Jada. We did get a glimpse of the woman. There's, is that Jada? That's the woman right there. What's so damn funny right here? Now he's shuffling. Yep. Now he got up and he was like, 
I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man, what, what you going, going to do? do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. So, but he got up and started dancing, but they didn't join her in. And he was like, okay. So, and, and she decided to sit her ass over there. Now, again, these are all dynamics. There's a lot to say about this right here. Okay. But loud mouth ass Tata Alicia had to bust up and, 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 and cock block Tupac when he had an easy slam dunk. Maybe she was protecting him from the pink toe, right? But, <laughs> but he couldn't get his Mac on, and she was over there player hating. And you also had the groupie woman dynamic where the woman was like, ha ha, Nikki and, and this is a guy, you know, this is an example of, you know, there it is. There she is, ha ha, Nikki and. All right, mop hair all over her face, right? That's 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 a lot to be said there, and you know, these are the dynamics, man. <laughs> uh, that's the dynamics. Anyway, look, let's go to the next story here. Post Malone, uh, recently, as of yesterday, unfortunately, he got sued, and he settles a lawsuit over his ex girlfriend weeks after the lawyers threatened to release text messages showing the rapper was allegedly abusive. Okay, one of these cases now where another ex, again, you had a girlfriend, you had her for free, the back end became expensive. Okay, so Post Malone there, I'm not defending anything that he's ever did, but apparently either he did it and he paid her off. Just because you settled, you're not guilty. That's a, that's a lie. He probably was like, what does she want? Okay, she wants 100 grand. I'll cut the check. I'll cut the check. But this is an example. The back end, especially if you're a man of means, it's going to be, it's never free. Yeah, that's called extortion, ABL. Shout out to ABL. That would, that would be extortion because she didn't file a criminal case. She basically was like, I'm going to release text messages. But again, when, when, we, when we call this extortion, when we call this men are getting screwed over, when we call these women false alligators, when we say you all men pay, Everybody denies it. Everybody's finding a way to deny me when I'm giving you this information. <laughs> right? So, yeah, women are, are, are allowed to put a price on their relationship when it ends. And this is an example. I think Jonathan Major, similar thing, right? When the woman feels, okay, it's over. Okay, I'm going to sue you or I'm going to allegate you or I'm going to claim this and I'm going to expose this. I'm going to... Again, women keep receipts. I keep telling you, oh, I got receipts. So the woman you loved and trusted building the case against you throughout the relationship. Now, let's say he was abusive or a drug addict or whatever it is. It is what it is. But she didn't file a criminal case. She found a, she filed a civil case. She didn't try to throw him in jail. She tried to get some money out of this ninja. A lawsuit accusing him. Uh, it says a lawsuit accusing Post Malone of working out a secret deal with his ex-girlfriend that cost her lawyers to be cut out of the commission have been settled. So the lawyer's like, I need my money too. I need my money too. Per the deal, the law firm will dismiss all claims in January after the conditions of the settlement have been satisfied. Give me my money. Okay, give me my money. I got money. All right, and so now the, the lawyer's like, hey, let's use this woman. We're going to get our money. The development came uh, comes days after the law firm demanded a permission to amend its lawsuit to include text messages and photos that they claim prove Post was physically abusive to his ex 
Ashlyn Diaz during their relationship. Now, he could have been abusive or it could be looking like he was abusive. And I'm sure uh, it says physically abusive. All right. He probably he probably did something or he may not have done something. It was like it's quicker to settle. As we reported, the law firm sued Post and the girlfriend over a $350,000 deal. And the rapper dated between 2015 and 2018. Another example, relationship ended 2018. And here he is in 2024 still dealing with this broad. All men pay. It says after they split, Ashlyn demanded palimony. <laughs> Jesus. Man. Oh, man. It ain't, oh, man. Look, again, you, you know you broke ninjas will just get a uh, temporary restraining order. Uh, she demanded palimony. That's a, that's a form of payment for the past use of a vagina. I didn't get my marriage, so you got famous. You, you hit it big after our relationship, and you was a broke ninja before. I divorced you. I broke up with you. Oh, but, but now you got money, so I'm coming after it. And it says right here, which is a form of support paid to a partner when the partners were not married. Ashlyn was offered $150,000, but felt she could get a higher number, which is why she hired the attorney. Mm. I'm actually going through that right now, all right? I'm actually going through that exact thing. I'm like, all right, here, what do you want this? All right, this is what you're getting. Nope, I can get more. Hire an attorney. It says the attorney firm, which I can't pronounce, claimed it worked on the case before Ashlyn abruptly dropped them. The firm said they learned Post and Ashland talked privately and he agreed to give her 350K. So he offered her 150. She said no. He pulled it to the side. They agreed to 350. The attorneys got mad and said, nah, that ain't gonna happen. The firm sued demanding a cut of the paycheck. Post demanded the lawsuit be thrown out of court. He argued he had no control over his ex-girlfriend or his ex-girlfriend and could not force her to fire her lawyers. Man, I'm telling you, one of the things is this. This is the trappings of success, right? This is the trappings of success. If you want to be successful, just know you about to get sued, right? You about to get shut down. Uh, there's going to be a shakedown. They're going to pat down your pockets. Your ex-girlfriend going to come back. Women that you slept with coming back. Um... You know, any past dastardly deed that you did coming back. Um, uh, uh, your kids could sue you, Ninja. I mean, Ninjas be out for money. Ninjas be out for money. They, this is the season to sue. Lawsuits are the new divorces. And when you engage with attorneys, all bets are off. This is why you kind of don't want to deal with attorneys. You want to make the deal. But people get into the situation. Nah, nah, I'm old. You owe me. You owe me. And then they get, they get emotional. And then they get the attorneys involved, and it's messed up now. All right, now, now the attorney starts suing. You start suing an attorney. Attorney, then it's messed up. So I think this is where I've been telling you all men pay, right? This is a form of payment after the fact. He probably paid, meaning that he kept the relationship going, and he was supporting her and shit like that. But that didn't count. When the breakup came, the breakup came, she was like, you owe me 350000 now, this happens to all people, whether it's $500 a month, $250 a month, $300,000, a million. Not many people defend men on this part. 
All they're going to say is, yep, you owed her and she missed out and the kids need to be fed and she supported you on the rise up. They're going to find every way to make it your fault. You beat her. You stole her punani. You ran a train game. She removed consent after the marriage. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And now he paid. He wrote a check. He wrote a check to a woman he's getting zero from. I'm going to say it again. He wrote a check to a woman that's going to give him nothing in return. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's a cold, cold world. Let me get to these super chats over here, man. I appreciate y'all for being here. Hit the like button. What segment do we have coming up next? Women turning the table on men and then avoid these five women. We still got some teaching to do. Thank you for being here. Hit the like button. All right, all right, all right. Yep, you stole my youth. I miss my younger years. I can't go get a man now. Blah, blah, blah. Everything is just, don't, it's, it's just give me your wallet. Open up. You the, Mo Mark says, I bet the 34-year-old is not eight when she's bucking Tyrone. Facts. Facts. Yeah, yeah. So when she's having sex for fun, she's not eight. She might be 16, but all right. So, but normally, I, I'm just telling you, when it comes to intimacy and wives, I, I showed you that they lose, they lose the they lose the interest in monogamous sex early on for a, and I often say for a variety of reasons. Number one, just to educate you, competition invite uh, there's no competition anxiety. Right? She knows you have no other women to get it from. Inherently. This doesn't make her punani wet. Sometimes it makes a woman's punani dry. You ain't got no little girlfriend on the side. It makes her dry. She doesn't have to compete. She doesn't have to impress you anymore. The other reason why is because um, she becomes busy with other things. After she secured the ring or the move in, she then says, no, I can be busy doing other things. I don't have to pay that much attention to you anymore. I secured you. I'm good. Another reason why is you're predictable or you suck in bed, but we don't want to just say you ain't hitting it right, but you become way too comfortable. Lazy lover. You just going to hit it on the side. You're not going to use any foreplay. You just want to get your whistle wet. She knows what you're going to do when you're going to do it. She can just time it by the minute and the hour. And she then inherently, for the first time in her life, for the first time in her life, she's not transacting sex. Right. For the first time before you married her. Before you married her, she transacted sex. Remember, all men pay, meaning that in order to keep a relationship, in order to get a guy committed, in order to get a date and, and keep a guy interested, in order to have fun and bring in the all her life, she's leveraged sex. When she's married to you, she can almost no more do that. After a while, she's going to feel like, what am I getting out of this? Because for the first time in her life, she has, she's getting nothing in return from the sex. It's kind of out of obligation and duty. And like, so, um, you know, very, very few times in her life, she's had to have sex five days a week or you're going to be pouting. But in those times, you've had sex five days in that week and all she got was a, a, a cloth full of nuts that she had to clean off her chest. She didn't get no cuddles, no hug. All she got was a, a security in an apartment, right? That's all she got. So she like, 
right? This happens to women, men and women when they move in together. When they move in together, first six weeks to two months, you beating the sh- out of them cheeks. You clapping to hell. You're, you're like jackrabbits. You can't keep your hands off each other. For the first two months, you move in with a woman. Then after a while, she's going to be like, hmm, I'm just going to let this guy access my body whenever he wants to. Hmm. This ain't right. This ain't fair because this is the first time in her life she had to do this. All her life, she's always tried to, you know, <laughs> leverage it and get you to do stuff and all this shit. And you want to see me tonight? But now you can just beat on her guts whenever you want. She's going to be like, uh-uh, hold up. And in month three, she's going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. You just get to just have my punani at will? Uh-uh. And then she got to change the, she got to move them goalposts now. Now she's going to be like, nah, Ninja, you need to clean up. You ain't help no clean up. You ain't help bring in no groceries. And now she starts leveraging, all right? I got I to gotta make you do something. You didn't take out the trash this week. Mm. <laughs> right that's how it works that's kind of what's happening in their brain and god forbid you're paying half the resources let's just say you guys are splitting the rent she makes a deal well, let's move in i want to be equal partners i want to put my equal play in you go on 50 50 month one month two you clap the sh- out of them cheeks month three you accessing her body at will. She like, mm. she start farting and have diarrhea and cramps. And guess what? She gonna be like, why am I paying half the rent? And this guy just gets to take me to the woodshed whenever he wants. She gonna start feeling a certain way. She gonna start talking to her friends. Something don't feel quite right because this is a new space in her life. Something don't feel quite right. What is it, girl? You know. He ain't doing what he used to do no more. He ain't listening. He just roll over and hit it from the side, bust his nut, and he roll back over. I feel used. And I'm paying half the bills. I don't understand. Girl, you paying half the bills? Are you crazy? And he gets to take you to the woodshed whenever he wants? Girl, I would never. Her sister like, I would never pay half the bills and he just taking my punani to the woodshed whenever he want. Uh-uh. Girl, what kind of deal you out here doing? Well, I want to feel equal and I want to feel like I'm doing my part and I don't want to feel like, like he's got leverage over me because I pay. I want to put my pay in. Girl, you crazy? On Saturday, he could just, could just get to just take the punani four times and you paying the rent? Girl, I would never. She come back to you. She looking at you funny now. She like, damn, maybe I am dumb. Maybe I am have a dumb deal. I'm paying for this ninja to take me to the woodshed. Mm, This ain't right. So then she start baiting, switching your ass. (laughs) Baiting, switching. All right, maybe it's 60, 40, 70, 30. You need to pay some gifts and we need to go on vacation. I need to start leveraging this punani, man. This is crazy. I got the stupidest deal of the lifetime. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Girl, you better make him pay all that bills if he's just going to take you to the woodshed at will. Bait and switch time. Now your dumb ass, she about to start reneging. Now she about to start reneging. She about to start 
you got to help this and you got to do this and you got to pull your way here. You got to do more. You got to help me around here. Now, now it's going to be start moving them damn goalposts. And here it is. Yep. This happens in marriage, too. After a year or two in the marriage, good luck. She about to start looking at this like, wait a minute, this ain't fair. And, and look, people are saying I'm lying. I got to get on with this show, though. But this is exactly what she said. I'm just saying it a different way. I'm just saying it in a funner, funnier, harder core way. But this is exactly what she's saying. When I played her video, she's like, uh, this ain't fair. Uh, this is, uh, this is, this, this is the patriarchy. Uh, I'm getting a raw deal. I pulled the short end of the stick. All right. This is a psyops against women and the men are benefiting the patriot. This is exactly what she's saying. And she got a whole house, kitchen, a half an acre in the backyard, landscapers. <laughs> right. All right. Anyway. And then just be like, oh, do you feel eight years old today? All right, maybe, 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 maybe you feel eight. What age you feel today? Now you got to kick them go. Now you got to kick field goals. 50 yard on the moving target. All right, anyway, man, this is a cold world. I just explained it a different way. All right, you don't have to agree with how I explain it, but I will always show you a person saying the exact thing I'm saying in a way that you can't deny it. Let me get out here. Uh, uh, Let's see here. Joe. Uh, shout out to Joe. He says, just paying my rent. He says, take this little bit of money that I have to offer. Wishing you the best. Shout out to the coach gang. And I appreciate all the supporters and what you do indeed. All right. All right. And he says, uh, Anthony Elite says, yo, CGA, my ex moved out and took my son to her aunt's house and then came back with her dad and her cousin and told me she was scared of me. Classic move. He says, at our uh, child custody hearing, she told the judge she was scared of me because I asked her for rent money. She was rewarded with no child support. All right, so shout out to you. <laughs> she didn't get the child support. But these are all things. I'm scared of him. This is why women don't tell you in advance that they about to bounce. They're going to always use that I fear him. He's intimidating. And it could be accurate. I'm not saying it's not true or not, but I'm just telling you. They're going to use that as a means to why to blindside your ass and move out and yank your kids and skedaddle, but they'll plan it months in advance. And he was the last to know, but shout out to her. She didn't get to manipulate the judge. Shout out to Rob says normie chicks on my IG calling for the skitty pop, pop, pop control coach. UNLV is a fire on a firearm free zone. Criminals mentally deranged people don't follow laws. He says, don't come after my two a Rights, indeed, yeah. Even LeBron James is coming out. And they're saying, we need to do something about gun control. Ninja, the dude that was skitty pop-popping people, it was a, it, by the way, Las Vegas and Nevada is an open carry state, number one. And most, a lot of people got CCWs, including myself. But the campus is firearm-free, but that didn't stop that deranged lunatic. We're coming on there. And skitty pop-pop. And a boom, boom, boom. Shout out to Moose Hefner. I went to watch a fight at the bar with my married homeboy and his cousin. We ended up at the script club after and in the car. He said he wanted to buy some punani because his wife doesn't give it, give him none anymore. This came out of nowhere. Like you said, coach, get a married man drunk and he'll tell you the truth. Never believe a sober married man. A sober married man will not give you any good information. Ninja, only a drunk married man around young women is going to start telling you the truth. You want to know about a married man's life? 
get that ninja drunk. I put this in the book. Get them drunk. Get them around women with their legs bare and feet out. He's going to start telling you what's up. <laughs> right? No government name. He says, "You wait, you can say my government name. Julian W. says, I had, I have a type, and it comes with a pint of rice. Happy takeout Thursday. Dallas-Fort Worth, Ling Ling's. Holla at me. Shout out to the takeout girls today. We got the takeout girls. All right, it's takeout Thursday. I didn't know I was this far behind. I'm behind. Kaylin doubles. Well, yeah, Kaylin doubles up. It says, uh, Coach, I personally couldn't see myself smashing Brock's daughter. Women like her look like look as if they have no breast tissue, which is a no go to me. Uh, she and women who are USC fighters are in the same boat. She's built like my dad. Uh, yeah, trapezius muscles development. The traps could be a turnoff for some men. I mean, that woman is a bull. All right, so I don't know what to tell you. Kayla says, these wives deserve to get cheated on. They're lucky their husbands are too baited to do so. Again, these, these men know that they have to agree or else they get their kids taken from them. They lose everything. Uh, let's see here. JL Bond says, Coach, very sorry for the length. Says our situation from the other night reminds me of the Elian Gonzalez, Cubano uh, industrial engineer and politician whose young child was embroiled in it international custody and immigration dispute in 2000 between Cuba, Cuba and the U S his father, Juan, his mother who fled, who drowned fleeing Cuba with Elion and other relatives in Cuba was in, in Miami. He says, look who he became because of his father. It is likely this would have been his life with his mom. Or do you mean this wouldn't? Okay, I'm getting through these. One, two, three, and I'm going to move on. Miles, and thank you for reminding me of that. I don't even know if that was a custody dispute. I didn't even know. All right, I remember the case. I didn't know that was a custody dispute. Thank you for filling me in. Miles says, shout out to the coach gang. I have a question. If they get rid of the statutes of limitation for a Survivor's Act nationwide, would that end relationships in the West? Relationships are already on its last leg. Well, it's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be ugly if they do, and they could do it. So. It could be possible, especially with our latest developments. Miles says, two, uh, two times I had to double up. You were spitting facts, coach. Most men can't outthink a woman. Charleston White's had the coldest line that goes, while you guys are screwing, they're thinking and plotting. They're thinking and plotting. Um, again, because men have sex for pleasure. Women do not. Not, not all the time. I want you to understand this. Women, every, anytime they're having sex, it's not for the same reason you're having sex. Um, it's just the reality of it. And some women can have sex and think about something else, completely something else. Like, they're not into it. Some are waiting you for, for you to finish. Some are asking you, what do you like? Meaning, hurry up, ninja finish. What's going to make you bust? Some women want to go 45 minutes of intimacy uh, foreplay and then sex. Some women want to say, okay, you earned your sex today. Here's your cookie. Some women want to uh, think about folding all the laundry they got to fold after, they, after you get done. Some women are thinking about the cleanup mess that they have to do after they clean up. Some women are thinking of other men. Some men are, uh, there's a whole bunch of shit going on. Some women were thinking, I don't want to have to do this. Right. <laughs> I hope he can finish fast. There's a whole bunch of things a woman's thinking about. She ain't thinking about you. It is what it is. But guys, you're going to argue me that too. Okay. Uh, keep arguing me, Ninja. You're going to find out. 
Okay. Oh, man. Mm -mm. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let me move up here. I'm trying to get it where I messed up here. Uh, Eric Powell says black men are perceived as the most masculine demographic. These cases are modern day buck breaking. I cannot deny that. Cannot deny that. Pro man says, damn coach, you call him my life. He says, uh, made a decision to get my life straight. He says, at 15, right at 15, the lefty and the communitas don't like me. Yes, indeed. Walk the plank says, CGA, I had an ex who was planning the breakup. I did so much for her, and one day I decided to go through her phone, and the things she was saying cut deep. Cut deep. All right, the thing about it is I know a lot of guys are insecure about a woman's phone, and you think because she hides her phone from you that she's cheating on you. This is not always true. One of the reasons she hides her phone is because the conversation she's having about you could indicate what she really feels about you. So she might not be cheating. She might not be looking at dirty pictures on Instagram. She not be, might not be flirting with another guy, but she does know that she's talking reckless about you. She's sharing with information about you with other people, her friends, her family members, and so forth, that if you found out, could end your relationship on the spot. And it is, she's been doing this for one, two, three years, months. And you will, that will be worse than cheating. <laughs> that right there, once you unfurl, all them text messages and go back and that text message says November 2021. She wasn't cheating on you, but she was ripping your ass apart for months and years. <laughs> right. And that is where your ass going to get hurt feelings. Ninja, you going to be sitting around like Stewie. You're going to be like, God damn. You're going to be like, what? And you said that you're going to be like, uh-uh, <laughs> you're going to be like Stewie. You're be like, you've been saying this since how long? You're going to be floored. So she's hiding her phone, not because she's cheating on you. Not always. Not always. Um, We have, uh, let's see here. I was like, Emilio just heard Destiny is getting a divorce from his flat back wife. Open relationships will never work. She monkey branched that ninja. Someone was hitting that bottom. I'm going to have to do a follow-up on that, maybe tonight. So if, is De if Destiny is getting a divorce, everything that, and I don't know if this to be true here, that's what you're saying. If he's getting a divorce, welcome to the club, Ninja. You about to find out all the stuff that you've been caping for on that blue pill shit. Uh, yeah, you done lost that on that, Ninja. I, I'm going to do a follow-up on that because that's going to be a show all for itself. Uh, Shadow Hider says, how does a few clip represent all wives? No sense. Thank you for your money. Um, you're about to get blocked because, but actually you're not about to get blocked. Keep sending me money. I'm probably going to skip all of your chats at this particular point uh, because you're, you're not making an argument. <laughs> uh, you're, you're acting like I haven't been here for five years, but it's okay. All right, but keep sending money, please. All right, you're just dissenting uh, just for no reason. You're not, you're not even trying to extend the argument out. I mean, I've, you've already done this probably about as far as I'm aware of about at least five times. 
but you're not trying to you're not trying to see the side. You're just trying to uh, red herring. Oh, it's just a few clips. This this doesn't make sense. As if I'm not here two times a day for seven hours, um, and um, also been doing this for five years. It's okay, but you can still send me super chats, but I'll skip them from this point on. Thank you for your money. All right. So anyway, all right. Unless you have a legit ex- discussion, that that's an illegitimate discussion. All right. So anyway, <laughs> that's that's not a proper way to deal with them. And neither of your 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 chats have been somewhat disingenuous but if you want to discuss troll with your wallet though troll with your wallet feel free to keep sending chats but if they're going to be like this if they're going to be like this they're not going to get read from this point on i'm not avoiding a discussion with you you're just trying to pick out small arguments all right and it doesn't make sense anyway uh you might want to up your chats to about 50 dollars from this point to get read all right anyway Mr. Albert says, can I, uh, so can I feel eight years old and not pay the bills? Facts. Facts. Shout out to Emont says, if they can change what age they feel, how can they be allowed to be in a decision-making position? This is, again, why I always say, for the people who agreed that the women can change their age and she was right, then I'd say she can never lead. She from at that point, she has left the leadership position. And I said that last week when I said, I said, well, why would I allow somebody who's mentally unstable? She admits to be mentally unstable. And also her age can just fluctuate in her mood and who she is. Why would I allow her to drive my car? (laughs) Why would I allow her to lead? No. She can never lead. You're never going to lead. I I mean, I'll hear you out every now and then, but I'm not going to put my life, my future, my relationship, my finances in the hands of a person that whenever they want can say she's 8, 12, 16. I feel 16 today. Well, you automatically are out of the leadership role. Don't even ask. Why don't you listen to me? How old are you right now? (laughs) What are you, 12 today? What are you, eight now? Why am I, I going to listen to an eight-year-old? But this is the stuff that people don't want to stand up to. It's sad. It's sad. This is where the patriarchy comes in. Last one, Jake Wiz says, feeling 12 is just like Transformers saying they feel like a woman one day. Yeah. He says, you are who you are. Again, I've been showing. Oh, by the way, another bit of evidence as to show you a lot of women are doing this, I don't feel my age thing. Remember this? Have I been showing you this? Video after video, according to this guy, how does this represent all women? Then I have another woman agreeing that today I can feel eight. I've been showing you they're pushing this agenda, this transformation agenda. It is not just about gender. Now these women can jump around their age. 40 is the new 20. I'm 28, but I feel 16. I'm a teacher, I'm 26, but I feel like I'm no more mature than the kids that I'm I'm teaching. I've been showing you this. This is just more agenda propaganda, and it's also coming from these pseudo-psychotherapists that are allowing this bullshit. You're in no means trying to have a relationship with these people. I've been showing you clip after clip of women admitting, I'm 28, but I feel like I'm, I still feel 16. 
Now you can get in a relationship and say, I feel eight, ninja. Mm. <laughs> and she 40. Like, no, man, no, 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 no. Man, this is a raw-ass deal. This is a raw deal, man. This is dumb. All right, and ninjas is falling for it. All right, look. I got to get on with the show. I know I missed on some super chats. I'm going to come back and catch them up here. Okay, this is another segment here. Where are we at? Two and a half hours. I'm going to speed through this one because it's uh it's it's interesting, but not very much. It's not a surprise. Turning the tables on men. Uh, we have a woman that says, uh, uh, you guys know about the wall, right? The wall. The, the wall is a metaphor for biology, right? The biological wall, which people are moving that line to. You can be 40. You can be 50. You can be 60, 70. You can have kids whenever because science. All right, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. What do you have now? Uh, men have been saying there's a sexual prime. Actually, men haven't said this. There's been people who are in biology and doctors and so forth and so on, psychology. There's a prime. Women's prime inherently, there's sexual prime. All right? They're, they're, they're prime, not their sexual prime. They're prime related to their appearance, how they look, what men may be attracted to, their ability to procreate, has been in this prime. This prime represented the years that we would call, you know, when they menstruate for some because people develop earlier, then people have capped it 28, 26, 32, whatever the cap is. This is known as a woman's prime. A man's prime is known as when he's seen more valuable. Typically not so much when he's young, although there's a small percentage of men that will hit this peak prime. We call them Chad, Tyrone, Pookie, Ray Ray then 80% of men are not in this prime. So people will say, well, I'm 20 and I'm fit and, and I'm built like the rock. Okay, well, you're in a certain prime that women will find attractive. The majority of men are not there. What will happen is the man will become valuable after he's bought land and built and distinguished and all of these things. These are the primes that we've been educated on, right? Then people will talk about sexual prime. Sometimes the woman is in her relationship or or biological attractive prime, but her sexual prime will be afterwards, 40, 45. She'll feel better about herself with her stomach looking like balled up homework. She still will feel better in her skin later on. She'll be more sexually, uh, um, she'll have more sexual appeal about herself in her 40s. And then she'll have less inhibitions in her 40s. So she'll be more likely to hook up and more likely to be confident in the bedroom and more likely to be, say, I'm comfortable with the skin I'm in. And she'll have saggy titties, saggy booty, dimples. It'll be, she'll be a dumpster fire. Saggy skin. She'll be a dumpster fire. She'll maybe overweight and she'll like, I like myself here. I'm 40. I'm in my prime. But what I've been saying is we've been educated where, when, where, where women hit their sexual prime, not their peak in attractiveness. They feel comfortable after they got ran through the carousel or married once or twice and or they cannot get pregnant anymore. Because of the dangers that prevent women in their physical prime are alleviated in their 40s, women will say this is our peak over here, not at 21 and 24. The hell what men are attracted to, I feel I'm in my prime. And she'll be more sexually reckless than she would be at 22. Why? She's already caught chlamydia twice already. So she ain't scared of STIs. She went and got that shit figured out. She got a couple of penicillin shots. And she back out there in the marketplace. She was like, I was off for about six weeks or six days. I'm back. 
She don't be scared of it no more. Her reputation is not dragged when she's in her 40s like it would be when she's in her 20s. So she's not worried about that no more. She can't get pregnant or she can prevent pregnancy. She ain't worried about that no more. She don't care about what her skin looks like because she can't help it. She's comfortable in her skin and her sogginess. She don't care about that no more when her stomach all doubled over or, you know, her double chin showing. She don't care about that no more. She's more conscious of it in her 20s. In her 40s, she's not. So she's more likely to just throw that thing out there. She's not worried about um, uh, what men think about her after a sexual performance. A woman in her 20s is. woman in her 40s is not. So they confuse this as her prime because she feels good about herself and she no longer cares what people think about her and she doesn't protect her reputation no more and she can't get pregnant no more and she's already caught a couple STIs and she's already been married and divorced and she's already been ran through by multiple men. She don't care no more. So people will call that a prime. That's not a prime. That's just that you don't have the inhibitions anymore. Now, what men consider needs to be measured here. Meaning that I need to know, I'm telling you what I'm attracted to. And the data shows, no matter what you say, men have a certain thing here. Now, the men who are scraped sexuals or scrap sexuals, we ain't listening to you. You're just trying to get your salami wet. Women at a certain age don't appear to be playing games anymore. They'll take you right from the bar right to the bedroom. A woman that's 22, not so much. Now, what's happening is we have these rules and we've been going by these rules for a long time because the patriarchy is burning. Now, women in their 30s and 40s are like, this is my prime, 30 and 40, because they feel better about themselves. The hell with what we're attracted to, they feel better. So now they're flipping it on the heads of men saying that you're a perv, you're a metaphile if you like younger women. They're not the best women. The prime is over here now. Watch this. Watch this. Here's some evidence, although this is the probably the 50,000 clip that I've used on YouTube. Somebody's going to say it's not enough. This is a woman here. I'm going to have to turn the volume down. And it says right here, she's responding to a comment where it says women peak at age 22 to 24. After that, physically, it's downhill. Fact based on biology, irrefutable. Now, for the most part, for all intents and purposes, that would be correct for a lot of people. Not all. That would be correct. He's saying the peak attractiveness is in this age in relationship to what men are looking for. She's going to argue that, use photos, argue that, and say this is not true. Our prime is on another age. Now, not only does she argue that, Here's a bunch of women in here. Oh, they pissed. Stop listening to men. They peak never. Okay, so we got a lot of misogyny, misandry claims here. A lot of this. They mean pasture prime. You're not easy to manipulate. Blah, blah, blah. The hell with science and God and mother nature. The hell what they say. Don't listen to men. Who cares? I'm healthier now. I feel better now. You see what I mean? They're turning it on its head. So I'm going to play it without the volume. She says, as a response, apparently women peak at, uh, sorry, apparently women are in their prime at 22. Here it is. So there she is now. I think she is 30. Let's see where she at. Uh, she's 30. I can't see where she says she's 34. 
She turns 34 next year. Now, she's not bad looking. I'm not saying she's ugly. I'm not saying any of these things. But she's 34. She knows what she wants in life. She's fierce. All right. She slays. She feels good about herself. She got some money and, and all that. So that's what she's showing. What? I'm 34. Look at me slaying. I'm in my prime. Now watch this. Then it says, apparently women are in their prime when they're 22. Oh, now she's a model too. But this is now, she says, but this was me at age 22. Me in my prime. Okay, and what she's showing is that she's somewhat ugly, dumb, dim-witted, don't know what she's doing, vulnerable, manipulative, right? So she showed probably three ugly pictures of herself at 22. But at 34, she slays. You see this? Me at 22. I'm just a kid. I'm a baby. Anybody that liked me is weird. I was ugly. I was fat. I felt bad about myself. Blah, blah, blah. You see, this is, the, this is the, what they're doing. They're trying to dump it on its head now. At 22, I was ugly, goofy, dim with it. I, I, I didn't feel good about myself. But at 34, I slay. So she chose some worse pictures. I, I, I wish I could pause it on that picture. I'm going to pause it on that picture. Right, so this is the again what I'm saying here. They're turning the tables on men, and it's just from their perspective. For instance, the same thing. No, nah, old men are not valuable. Old men are lazy bums and fat and out of shape and blah blah blah. But the data shows that women target mature men, not not necessarily old, but they're able to pick from where they want to pick from. Women will bend the rules for guys like that. Nah, you got to be 22 with a six-pack. Them ninjas are just going to get some punani. That's it. They then, after a while, become invaluable, and they say, And that's you. They look for stable guys that are established, older, mature. So the guy that got stamina and six-pack is only is one-dimensional. So here she is. She's supposed to be unattractive here. <laughs> so she's supposed to be unattractive here. She's supposed to be, nobody Nobody could possibly like me here. And of course, yeah, this doesn't represent who she probably was at 22. But this is what they're doing. They're turning the tables. And of course, comment section going crazy. Prime for what? Grooming, abuse, misogyny, exploitation, murder. See this? And this is because, and, and, and good for them. Social media has become, has, and I talked about this the other day. It's their ability now to have their voice heard, to have other women say, yes, girl. Before, they couldn't do this. They, don't, they couldn't spread these messages out. They were kind of capped or oppressed or limited in their ability to spread this message. Now, they can stand up on their own because of social media, more power to them. This gives men the, the ability to decide because now they can be who they really want to be. And what we're, men are finding is these women are ugly on the inside. They've been fooling and manipulating us. They've been acting like they're one way, but now when they get a chance to act how they want to act, now we can look at it and go, damn, is this who they really are? Yep, a lot of them are ugly like this. They've just been acting the whole time. So now they can bond over these things and say after they've been traumatized and abused and beat up and manipulated when they were young and dumb and taken advantage of, now that they're 30 and 40, they out here slaying. Mm. Yep, and this PSA asks for simps, and the simps will be like, no, I like soggy women. I like women past their prime. You in your true prime now. I like you when you're 38 and got varicose veins. See, <laughs> but this is all also them doing something. She's representing herself 
uh, falsely. This is she's showing herself in her 22, not in her best light. And she's showing herself at her best light at 34, very much like she's doing a model shoot. Like that doesn't look that bad. 22 right now. She's got a model shoot face full of makeup, hair, a fan fanning her, a photographer. All right. Filter breast lifted up surgery, BBL. All right. Botox. Okay. Now you slaying now. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to look better, obviously. But I call these type of manipulation things off. I call them out. Yeah, you showed yourself in the worst light at 22 and the best possible light at 34. Yeah, you still look great. I'm not saying you don't look great. This doesn't debunk what your prime is. Because prime selection is prime selection. Fertility is fertility. Uh, Botox is Botox. Lip injections are lips injections and shit like that. Nature is nature. You can try to fool me and fool the simp, simp, uh, simps out here, but you can't fool me with this stuff. I know how to break this shit down like a fraction. And now you look like every other woman. Okay, congratulations. You, you, got, you got hair dye, right? You, you was able to buy hair dye and have a good plastic surgeon or whatever you got. And you got a great filter on your phone and you hired a photographer for your shoot. Okay, all right, but the data is data. The data is the data. You can try to fool me, but what they're doing is trying to, because, because women have a voice. God bless them. I always tell you, listen to their voice. Don't, don't go around it. This is how they really feel, and they've been feeling like this for a long way. Now they can echo chamber their shit and put their real thoughts out here. Come on, ladies. Tell us how you really feel. Tell us how you really feel, all right, just so we can know who to dodge and duck, <laughs> who to not mate with. All right, um, this is a woman here who's going to say somewhat similar. She's going to say, oh, you can't see it. If your man leaves you for someone younger, this is a woman here. As you can see, she probably looks like she's in her 40s. I'm looking at her. She looks like it's just, does she look attractive? Yes. Just because we say you're not in your prime doesn't mean you don't look attractive in your 40s. She's attractive. Is she going to be the first one selected? Probably not. Not by... Is she going to be the first one to get her legs parted by any man? Yes. You'll probably be the easiest target for that. Can you, can you get a relationship out of that? Probably not. If you were 20 years younger, you probably have a better chance. Now, she's going to say older men are whack. Older women are good. She's basically turning the tables of on the patriarchy. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys a funny story. It's not ha-ha funny, but it's pretty funny. When I was younger, my dad. This is 20 years ago, by the way, when I was younger, 20 years ago. All right. So she definitely marching at 40. Okay. And she got all her shoes and her Louis Vuitton bags. All right. Let's continue. Was leaving my mom for a younger woman. Well, I wasn't that much younger. I was probably a teenager. I actually early 20s is not a teen. But when I got engaged and I was getting so many mean messages, you know how they are. I hate you. Kill yourself. You're a dumb idiot. You're a hoe. You're a whore. You're a right one of the biggest messages i was getting was that my man was going to leave me for a younger woman right and i remember the conversation i had with my mom when my dad did it to my mom i remember asking her i said mom did it ever bother you that dad left you for another woman or not even a young, another woman just a younger woman right and i remember her exact answer and i really want you to listen to this answer because it changed my whole like it changed my whole pers it really honestly changed my whole perspective to think the way that i think now okay 
She basically said to me that it did not bother her. She said, I had your dad when he was young and he was hot, okay? And this girl, she's getting him when he's old and ugly. She also said, I traveled with your dad. I had fun with your dad. The furthest your dad's going with this woman is the kitchen. My mom literally said to me, who cares if he left me for a younger woman? She's getting him at his absolute worst and I got him at his absolute best so she can have him. I feel like as women, we're always told to be afraid that our man will leave us for someone younger, but to be completely honest, okay, they can do that. But to be, we're getting them at their best. We're getting them when they're hot. We're getting them when they're young. We're getting them when they're fun. They want to go travel and do this and have a great time, right? If they want them later, like they can do that. That's on them. I guess the moral of the story is, okay, I'm going to tell you guys. If you cut off the moral of the story. You cut off the moral of the story. Now, this, now here's the deal. The, 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 the reason why I call it is they're turning the tables on men. What does this sound like? I mean, most of the things they come up with is basically a carbon copy of what men been saying them for years, and they just flip it on us. And I've been showing you they're doing that through social media. They're just flipping it. Oh, you old and useless over here. Oh, you ain't go do it. You ain't no use to nobody. You old. You washed up. You hit the wall. All right, over here. But uh, I'm going to get you when you young and hot. <laughs> they don't be coming up with no original thoughts at all all right everything gonna be in defense of a skeezer no original thought that's what men been saying for instance and she's saying that as she's painting her face like sting and demolition right now and the road warriors while she's covering up her crow's feet yeah this is all like copium okay all right so both of these are clips are in, in is an indication of where they're taking it they're just gonna cross over they just gonna flip our arguments on back on us <laughs> yeah, same with the passport, bro. Same thing. They've been traveling and having fun. doing the, They've been down to Jamaica and going to Tulum and having fun and backpacking in Europe, getting throttled. The minute a ninja do it, you go back over there. Oh, no, nah, oh, you know, we in the wrong, man. They be out here just stealing. Strike Jack. So, again, when they can't, when they can't defeat the argument and defeat the accuracy and defeat the data, just flip the argument and then make it make sense. Oh, he old washed up. All right, uh, young and hot men. We want young and hot men. All right, and then they be crying when they 34 and the ninja don't commit. We're all the emotionally stable, financially on my level ninjas at. <laughs> and, of course, the comment section supports this, right? Yep, your mom is a boss. Yeah, oh, go, you go, girl. Hey, man, guess what? Men get old, too. They get old, too. They age just like us, but we take better care of ourselves. All right, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, man. They hit the wall too, coach. You hit the wall. When you was younger, you look you look better and you hit the wall. Look at you. You bald and grand. You old. You fat. And that means nothing to most women. <laughs> most women like to cuddle up on the old and gray ass ninja. All right. Now, if they want to get throttled, they can go get throttled by Pookie. But go ahead. Ladies, at 40, make something out of Pookie. Make something out of the six-pack ninja. Try to act like you're the only woman in the six-pack ninja's life, or do you care? If you don't care, well, I know what you are. But you ain't getting no relationship out of your no young ninja, least likely. I have men after me. Remember, it was Sharon Stone talking about, I got men after me. And it was a ninja. <laughs> it was a ninja that wore a mask and had gold teeth. Have at it, man. You ain't getting no relationship out of none of these dudes. You're just going to get your legs parted like the pink sea. And it's going to prove our point. But if that's what you want, that's what you want. And come over here and I give me some of that too. All right, man, look. We here to the main event. 
beer to the main event. And uh, we at the three-hour mark, so I appreciate y'all. Let me catch up on quick Super Chats. I got to catch them up, man, so I don't get too far behind, or else I'll be doing it for the end of the show. Let me jump in and get, like, three. What do we got here? Jake Wish says, uh, sorry, Darryl, Darnell Richardson, if women say she doesn't feel seen or heard, I'm out. Yeah, that's a, that's a classic one. But, again, I don't try to invalidate women's feelings. Their feelings are their feelings, and we cannot help them. Now, women's feelings are not accurate. Like, it's not an accurate representation of what's going on. So that's the problem that I have when women say my feelings because they're loyal to their feelings. But are your feelings accurate? That's what we have to understand. Well, I feel. Well, does it, is that mean it's true? Doesn't mean that. Now, what's true is true, and what's false is false. Men deal in true or false. She deals in feelings. Well, can I help your feelings? Probably not. Can we be honest about it? Probably not. Am I going to dump my investment into you based on your feelings? I think it's foolish to do so. I think that's a bad bet. Men will do this for a period of time and realize that her feelings changed even then. And now your ass stuck. So I'm not going to bet on your feelings. I'm going to bet on what's true or accurate or what's right and exact. So that's the problem I have with the feelings argument. I don't invalidate their feelings. I just feel like... I just feel like it's a dumb bet to keep doubling down on your feelings as they move all over the goddamn map. All right, I'm not going to do that. JC says, tell her she needs to act more like Michelle Obama. Stephen Russell, so what you're saying is this is normal human behavior. Educate yourself. All right, this is, well, somebody said, is this normal human behavior? I think this is normal human behavior and also... It's, manipula- it's manipulation being allowed. So, yes, this is normal human behavior, but we've often had responses to this behavior before they got out of hand. Today, we don't. To tra- today, we try to invalidate people's feelings, which is normal. But today, the shit is getting out of control because we allow the feelings to be the, to lead with the feelings. So, and most of it is mental instability, admittedly, by them. They'll say, I feel, I feel, and then double down on I'm depressed and I have bipolar and borderline. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We cannot validate feelings of people who are mentally unstable. That's my position. If I do that, we have chaos. I can validate your feelings, but then I can put your ass in a straitjacket too. All right, so again, we have normal human behavior, but then we also have the ability for this to shit to run rampant of people who are admittedly mentally unstable. Like they're admitting that they have issues and then they also admit that you're not invalidating their feelings. Well, hey, ma'am, or sir, shit ain't gonna go that way. If you, if you tell me you're mentally unstable, you automatically beneath me and whatever you feel, see, or heard don't matter much to me. It might matter to you, but it ain't going to matter much to me. (laughs) So you can take that shit to the stove until your ass get out of your mental instability. Until you walk out and say, I cured my depression. I cured my anxiety. I cured my stress. And then I feel like, okay, now I'll listen. But until you do that and you telling me you cocked up in your therapist's office, well, whatever you feel don't matter because you don't even know what the hell you feeling right now. All right, your, your brain chemistry and your dope 
and your weed, your medicinal weed and your pills making you feel a certain way that I cannot handle. But what you're doing is trying to blame shift and you ain't going to dump your feelings in my lap until you fix your head. All right, that's what you're going to have to do. Maybe just a few says, just give it, just give her a fistful of 20s. Take me out with that Uncle Earl. I got money. All right, Rob Sawyer says, fellas, if you decided to put your giblets in a vice grip, keep in mind that you have devoted yourself to eventually being a eunuch to manipulate. Facts. All right, John Doe, this ninja is nurturing a woman who is emotionally eight years old. Meanwhile, I'm a meadow for going to the JUCO. Facts. Facts. And, man, I didn't sign up to nurture no damn eight-year-old, 36-year-old. I certainly going to. I'm going to dump this woman so fast. I'll take the penalty and the yards and the loss of down. I'll take the loss of down and the yards. <laughs> Lee A says CGA, which is worser, a woman that has a kid's mindset or a bipolar woman. He says the West is doomed. A kid's mindset. Now that, I mean, that is a new one on me. MC Hamster says XX is be like, he said, did he have two hands on it? He says two feet on the ground. Did he, did the ball hit the ground? Did he, he said, did he take two snaps afterwards? Did he sign the ball? Shout out to you. The Workday Show says, I don't give up. I don't care what age she feels. If her license says she's over 18, I'm clapping while watching Powder Puff Girls. Yeah. All right. Wiz G says, apparently Destiny may divorce his wife whose relationship is known as an open marriage. It's for a toxic Swedish guy. All men learn the hard way. Boy, well, I got to get Destiny on the show now. All right, NSA Al Hobsey with the sponsorship. Thank you, sir. Where we at here? Let me see. He says, salute Coach Greg Adams. I know personally a person who has a husband uh, who was a husband to a woman for 29 years and discovered she had a daughter older than his 29-year-old marriage by at least more than four years. He says, uh, that ruined, now that marriage is ruined after 29 years. Yeah, secrets are abound in many marriages. So secrets are abound. Um, and uh, there is kind of a right to privacy in marriage. So, you know, one thing that men don't understand is, um, you know, and you will kind of want this too, is that if you marry, not everything's available to you to know. Like there's still boundaries in terms of privacy. This will be a shocker for a lot of young men. Right, she'll be like, this is, you know, it's my money. This is my bank account. This is my info. You, this is my phone. This is my, and it is true. It's true. Even your kids deserve a little bit of privacy and, and, and not to be. But then it becomes complicated because then it's, that's an area to be manipulated. And, um, you know, if you, you're normally going to find out what these boundaries are when you confront the person. This is going to be tough. It's gonna, you're, you're going to be put in a tough position. You feel something's happening, you confront. You confront, this is my privacy. Now it's going to be a problem. I mean, you're talking about World War II right now or three, Right? It's, it's going to be a problem. And then you're going to have to figure out how to navigate this problem. Again, I'm not here for your solutions. I'm just going to tell you what's, up, what's going on and, and wish your ass luck. 
All right. Also with you, too. It's the same thing as men. Um, anyway, Bob says, the only reason I can understand if you want to get married is if you are an ambitious man and need a specific network network to get financial or political power. Again, there are ways. There are reasons why marriage works. This is why I did not cut it off uh, completely in the free agent lifestyle book. There's reasons to get married. And I'm going to tell you, like, I, I, well, I wouldn't ever do it again, but I could see why it would be a benefit. There are benefits. I could do a show on it. But, but for the most part, this love shit and all that, I would never do that. Like, I would be, I would never, I would do an arranged marriage, have roles and shit listed. I would have, uh, what do they call them when you go to work and they have a, uh, they have a job description and all that shit. And it ain't going to be on no love shit. It ain't going to be no, I'm coming home at 6 p.m. It ain't going to be like, is there dinner on the table? It ain't going to be none of that shit. But because, because guys do find that married men do have certain advantages, men do it. And by the way, some of these advantages are somewhat, scrup- uh, what do they call it, scrupulous. Like, for instance, they'll say, you get a tax advantage. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Marriage is good because you get a tax advantage. <laughs> okay, and people go for it. Oh, really? I get tax burden? I get to relieve some of this tax burden? Like, ninja? First of all, the church and the state so supposed to be separated. Second of all, isn't that the government leading people to the, to, the, to the marriage? Why are they giving that? Isn't that punishing people who decide to stay single? And what kind of benefits are we talking about? Yeah, you get a couple. If you're, if you're a guy that's not ambitious, these benefits could seem like a good-ass deal. But does that far outweigh the consequences if the marriage don't work? You got a couple of benefits for tax, tax relief, and your ass got filleted in child support and alimony. <laughs> It's good until you get divorced. You're like, oh, shit. All right, I got met. I got married. Let, let's just say this. Let's just say you told your wife, I want to get married for tax benefits. Mm. See, these are these things and these coats and the shit that they put out. Hey, married people get better tax benefits. Okay, baby, I want, I want to marry you. Oh, you love me? Nah, I need some tax relief out here. Mm. <laughs> it don't work the same, see? It don't work the same no more. Does it sound sexy anymore? Nope. Does it sound attractive anymore? No, it don't sound attractive all of a sudden. (laughs) You know, I'm looking at this from pragmatic position. I get tax relief. I get to get a child tax credit. We get the write off some expenses. All right, man, let's get married. All right, I get, I'll make more money. I'll get promoted faster. Yeah, fuck all I love shit. Baby, are you down? Let's go. Women will be like, that's a horrible reason to get married. That's what they told me. I'll work longer hours. I'll live longer. Sign me up. No woman's going to, no woman's going to be like, oh, there's my hero. Let's get married. But that's why they tell men to get married. Have your ass floating around in a sexless ass marriage so you can get tax benefits. This is not a good trade-off. 
<laughs> right now. Just All right, but that's what they'll sell you to get married. You'll work longer hours. You'll make more money. You'll be happier. You'll live longer. You'll live miserably longer, but you'll live longer. Yeah, that divorce thing, your life might get fucked up, but don't worry about all that. You'll get tax benefits over here. You'll get the write-off expenses of your kids. Come on, guys. <laughs> all right, come on, man. Am I making sense? Am I just, am I being silly? Am I being silly? Yeah. It's crazy. They never sell you on. You're, you, this will be a fantastic experience. You'll have great sex. Right? You'll have uh, unlimited sex anytime you want it. Just like free ice cream. Anytime you want to go to the soft serve machine, there it is. You get to fornicate at will with your wife. I know. Yes, fornicate. It'll be nasty. It'll be the best nuts you ever bust. These are the reasons why you get married. She'll fall in love with you forever. She'll never change. She, she will be at your beck and call. She will look to impress you as opposed to you impress her. Now, that's why I didn't just get married. That's what you think you're getting. And those are the things you ain't going to get. <laughs> them the things that's going to leave quick. Them the things that them sh- that ship is sailed as soon as you get married. Two, three years in. All that stuff is gone bye-bye. You can't get divorced. You'll keep your kids in a divorce. None of them things are about to happen. She'll cook for you. She'll stay feminine. All right? Yeah, that's why ninjas get married. And those are no guaranteed. All of them is like, well, you got to listen to her. And you got to put in that work. And you got to make her feel good. So I'm still tap dancing. As soon as I get married, I still got to be out here like... I'm still out here tap dancing. Like, wait, I pressed the wrong. You still out here tap dancing like you single. Oh, they didn't tell you that. Oh, you got to listen and see where the goalpost is moving and got to do what you got to do, sir. And if you don't do it, well, you got to worry. Well, you lose. It's your fault. Anyway. Let's get to this main event, man. We got it. We got it. Thank you for the contributions right here. All right, but there we go, man. I'm breaking it down. <laughs> here we go right here. What are we doing here? Uh, avoid these five women. I know you guys have been waiting patiently here. By the way, did you guys see the Republican debate? The Republican debate? I guess there was a debate, a primary debate. Nobody cares about it. Donald Trump's going to be your winner of the Republican ticket. Right? Nobody cares about these jackasses over here talking shit. Well, this is a guy named Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley was supposed to be gung-ho. She was supposed to run that shit for a period of time. All right, but she proved to be inefficient and ineffective. She has definitely a lot of, a lot of things and a lot of holes in her argument and somewhat contradictory, and people are calling her a warmonger. But I want you to watch this dynamic. In the world we live in today, I don't believe we let this happen. So they have Vig. Juan Swami, Vivek Juan Swami, Swami, Chris Christie. They also had the Florida governor up there, Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. I want you to watch this. This is a disgrace to equality and feminism. Nikki Haley's up here. She's running for president, if you guys don't know. Y'all niggas ain't paying attention yet. But Nikki Haley's going to get roasted by Vivek up here. Vivek is a presidential candidate like Nikki Haley, and they're competing for Vivek is about to dice her ass up right now. 
But watch what happens when he challenges her. Like, this is crazy. This is the craziest shit I've seen all week. Here we go. One thing about the tie to Ukraine, if I may. So foreign policy experience is not the same as foreign policy wisdom. I want everybody at home to know that I was the first person to say we need a reasonable peace deal in Ukraine. Now a lot of the neocons are quietly coming along to that position, with the exceptions of Nikki Haley and Joe Biden, who still support this, what I believe is pointless war in Ukraine. And I think those with foreign policy experience, one thing that Joe Biden and Nikki Haley have in common is that neither of them could even state for you three provinces in eastern Ukraine that they want to send our troops to actually fight for. Look at that. This is what I want people to understand. These people have, I mean, she has no idea what the hell the names of those provinces are. But- all right, all right, let's stop it right here again. I don't give a shit about whatever the hell they talking about. None of this stuff matters. I ain't telling you to vote whatever here. Okay, but he challenged her. I don't know, this is out of context, but he said she don't even know what she's doing. All right, she can't name X, Y, and Z. And then he left space for her to prove him wrong, and she shut up. All right, she didn't say nothing. And now she's looking curious. Not only is she looking curious, she's looking like, come save me, right? I don't know. And she's looking vulnerable, right? Now, in, in our world, we're supposed to vote. This woman's supposed to lead us. And now she's kind of kind of doing what kind of what women do. Oh, well, what was me? And I'm going to look sad and pitiful when somebody saved me. And somebody saved her. Somebody said. He wants to send our sons and daughters and our troops and our military equipment to go fight it. So reject this myth that they've been selling you, that somebody had a cup of coffee stint at the U.N. and then makes eight million bucks after, has real foreign policy experience. It takes an outsider to see this through. Look at the blank expression. She doesn't know the names of the provinces that she wants to actually fight for. Wait a minute. So she a presidential candidate. She getting roasted and they started booing. They're they're booing him now because he going in on her. Now she turned into Stewie. So the more he went in on her and got her ass caught and got her, uh, what did they say? Cat got her tongue. Now she ain't saying shit. Now they trying to boo. Nah, man, this ain't equality, man. We're not ready for an equal society. Because these are supposed to be people that's supposed to be leading and standing up. Now they booing. Now watch this. And there's a couple of answers right there. The donors, the donors right there that are playing like the puppet. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me just say something here. You know, his reasonable peace deal in Ukraine, he made it clear. Give them all the land they've already stolen. Promise Putin you'll never put Ukraine in Russia. And then trust Putin not to have a relationship with China. Let me tell you something. That's no that's reasonable. That's not my deal. That's that, not my deal. Yes, Chris. it's exactly what I'll, you I'll said. You do this you. at every debate. I'll just, I'll you say, exactly no, what no, no, don't interrupt me. I didn't interrupt you. Okay? You tell say this. You, you do this. At, you do this at every debate. You go out on the stump and you say something. All of us see it on video. We confront you out on the debate stage. You say you didn't say it, and then you back away. And I want to I'll say what? Exactly no, what I said, Chris. I'm not I've done yet. Well, this now is, look. This is and now this is not a This is the fourth debate. The fourth debate that you would be voted in the first 20 minutes as the most obnoxious blowhard in America. So <laughs> shut up for a while. I'm going I'm to respond to that. I want to say something else. Uh, We're now 25 minutes into this debate. Here we go. And he has insulted uh, Nikki Haley's basic intelligence. 
not her positions, her basic intelligence. She doesn't know regions. She wouldn't be able to find something on a map that his three-year-old could find. Look, if you want to disagree on issues, that's fine. And Nikki and I disagree on some issues. But I'll tell you this. I've known her for 12 years, which is longer than he's even started to vote in a Republican primary. And while we disagree about some issues and we disagree about who should be president of the United States, what we don't disagree on is this is a smart, accomplished woman. You should stop insulting her. So I'm going to take this. Brothers, that for for there's no equality, man. That this is horrible. That's bad. That's bad. Now she's supposed to be running for president. Who gonna save you when you out there talking like Kamala Kamala Harris and you get stuck with a deer in the headlight look? Who gonna save you then? The media. So he going to come out and simp like that. That's simple. Okay. One more thing. People call things. Somebody says she dropping her knees. Isn't that called mansplaining? She cut him off, cut her off. They call these, the liberals call this mansplaining, right? Man, mansplaining, right? What happened? What happened? I mean, come on, man. This is, this is a disgrace. She can't speak up for herself. Now she's eight years old sitting there. I feel like I'm eight. And I can't talk over these guys. I can't get a word in edgewise. She saved her from disgracing herself. For proving his point. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man. That is sad. That is sad. That's a sad thing, man. Anybody. And listen, I don't know what y'all voting. But anybody voting for that. Where she got to come in and get saved by a dude that's obvious. Chris Christie's losing. He ain't got no chance. But he probably trying to butter her up. So that if Nikki Haley does win, he could get into the cabinetry. But that's called simping. That's called white knighting. That's called saving her, saving her ass. And I don't know why we tolerate this shit where she a child. She need to come save. He need to speak up on her. And just she got her own campaign. Speak for yourself. You competing against her. Speak for yourself. She over there watching cartoons now and tucked in. All right, speak for yourself. Put your big girl panties on. But she was over there. She caught her ass. She, wait a minute. She was over there stuck on stupid. For about a good five minutes. Terrible. Avoid these five women right here. All right. Anyway, this woman's going to say it right here. So I didn't say it. You can't accuse me. You can't accuse me of no misogyny. Can't accuse me. All right. Uh, It says five women to five types of women do avoid. Do you believe this? Number one, if she's broke or you ask her what her five year plan is and she doesn't have one, let her go. Waste of time. Number two, if she's extremely cocky and arrogant in her independence or she's constantly tearing down other women, big character flaw. Internally happy people don't tear down other people. And if she's not internally happy, chances are she's going to depend on you to make her happy. It's going to fail. Number three, if she is argumentative or disrespectful to you at any point, let her go because you can't re-respect somebody. And a woman who truly respects you will demonstrate a little bit of emotional control and she will not disrespect you if she really cares about you. Four, and I might get some backlash for this, but that's okay. If she has an extreme amount of male friends, red flag, I don't even going to go into it. No, 
one or two, okay, cool. But a large amount of male friends, men always around, she's too attention seeking. Five, if she's a woman that has ever abandoned you because of a disagreement or if she runs away every time you guys fight, chances are she's probably going to run to go get attention from someone else because she can't handle not having that attention. Number one, if she's broke or... All right, all right, all right. What, what man wrote this script for her? <laughs> right, what man wrote this script? Uh, that's interesting. It says women are the most beautiful creation from God. However, don't be distracted by the physical. The wrong woman will have you in a vortex and losing yourself. Remember, this is a man's job to lead. Okay, so we have a what people would call a chameleon. Um, you know, definitely getting some men's attention here. Fifty thousand likes, approaching fifty thousand likes. I'm pretty sure there's some simpery in here. Who agrees with this woman here? Who agrees with her? She started off with broke. Then into disrespect. You ask her what her five-year plan is and she doesn't have one, let her go. Waste All right. She got the white bra underneath the black shirt. All right. It's a time. Number two, if she's extremely cocky. Yeah, uh, air cocky. And, yeah, somebody said regurgitated red pill talking points. I know, man. I, I, it, you know, listen, I remember people when I came in here, people were saying I was just regurgitating the same talking points. But, I mean, these people are getting famous. Just still, I mean, they're not stealing. They're just regurgitating these. It is what it is. I hope the message spreads. Arrogant women. Um, we we saw arrogant the the what I call sassy. Um, the sassy woman, the Jezebel, if you will. Where's the sassy woman here? This is a sassy woman. Arrogance. Um, arrogance. Right here. This is an example. And so women would be like, "Why? Why? She's slaying. She's confident. You're intimidated by her. No, she's arrogant. Uh, for no reason at all. By the way." <laughs> She's probably misdirecting her arrogance or covering or coping. All right. But of course, people don't understand that. But arrogance has always been seen and sassiness has always been seen as um, of what people warn people of biblically in the church. People will try to patriarchy wise put down women's arrogance and say, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord God is your man. So any arrogance towards men is a sign of disrespect and it is a sign of um, sassiness and God doesn't like sassy women. Spirit of Lilith, Jezebel, they were all sassy and arrogant. So she's right there. And arrogant in her independence or she's constantly tearing down other women. Big character flaw. Um, internally um, happy people don't tear down other people. And if she's not internally happy, chances are she's going to depend on you to make her happy. It's going to fail. All right. And so that's a great point there by this young lady, um, mellow, yellow, lemon head. Shout out to her. And I say that with all due respect. She's built like a brick house. I'm going to see that stomach, though. Uh, but she's makes a great point. And this is a point that I've made. You are not to preside over her or take check her temperature of her happiness. They're not to be pleased. This is a distraction to your life, gentlemen. I'm just letting you know. This woman's saying the same thing. Again, I've been saying this. Now she said it, so you cannot say I came up with it. If any woman puts you, if she says I'm not happy, or you're not making me happy, or I'm, I'm not in a happy place, good for you. Go find it. I don't give a shit what, what, listen, if that's where you are, that's where you are, but it ain't my fault. I know this is a goes against conventional wisdom. It ain't me. It's you. Go check yourself. Because I'm happy and you're trying to drag me into your misery. You have to break this spirit of pleasing women. I know. Not everybody will agree with this. 
but you have to break away from it as a man. It's a major distraction. What you're going to find that even if you cure what was making her unhappy, she's still going to be miserable. The unhappiness is within her, not what you did for her. Another example, even 10 years down the line, when you give up trying to make her happy, you will realize she's still miserable. She's just a miserable person. And unfortunately, you had to learn that, oh, damn, I really picked the wrong one. I did. I, I picked bad. And she's just miserable because she's still miserable. You're not even in her life, and she's still miserable. There's women that will say, I'm, a, I'm depressed because of, of what you're doing. And then you'll walk away. You'll be like, okay, cool. Go find yourself. They'll still be depressed. It ain't you. They'll blame it on you. They'll act like it's you, but trust me, it ain't you. It's, it's her or it's them. It, even if this is a man I'm talking about, you'll remove yourself and they'll still be depressed. You'll remove yourself and they'll still be miserable. You'll remove yourself and they'll still be unhappy. Now, if they're happy, if they end up finding happiness without you, well, then you cured their unhappiness by removing your presence, which is a benefit to both of you. But if you stay in there to try to make her happy, Ninja, this is a job that is not going to be rewarded. You're going to be distracted. You're not going to be rewarded by making her happy. It's you're never going to you're never going to reach this. And this this woman agrees with me on this one. This is this is this is life saving advice. Miserable people are miserable and you are might you might be contributing to it. But trust me, if you remove yourself, they're still going to be miserable. Number three, if she is argumentative or disrespectful to you at any point, let her go. I mean, this is the easiest bit of advice here. A lot of guys won't take this advice. A lot of guys argue with women. Man, I'm going to tell you right now, leave them alone, man. If they're argumentative, I, I had a guy super chatting or maybe a woman. You see, it was argumentative, nitpicking. I, I had to let it go. Thank you for the money, but you're not, you're not trying to solve the problem. You're just trying to argue. I'm not here to argue. All right, if I was here to argue, I would have people up here calling you up. Here, call in, disagree with me. I'm not doing this, Ninja. I just give you my sermon and walk up off the stage. Because what I'm saying is right and exact. I ain't here to argue. This shit is lock, stock, and barrel. This shit is 100%. This shit is impenetrable. This is impenetrable information. It's undebatable. You'll find out sooner or later, Ninja, but it is what it is. But women who argue are useless to you. Let them go. Some women argue as a means to flirt. So this is something that is foreplay to them. This is something that some women don't have game on, and they, they are forever 12 years old. So they take your hat and run around the playground and stuff it down their shirt. Some women argue for foreplay. Some women argue for attention. Some women argue because they disagree with anything you say. Some women argue because they think they're smarter than you. You have to figure out what she's doing. I had a woman that was very, very submissive sexually, but she also argues a lot. She also argues a lot. Like every time you're with them, it was like this playful argument type of and it had to be, all right, I'll show you, I'll rough you, I'll take you there, get out. You know, it, it had to be that. But it was exhausting. And I found her to be attractive. I definitely liked her body physically. The performance wasn't okay. 
But I found her to be exhausting. Like I was exhausted and it was like, what are you doing? Why, why do we have to go through this all the time? And those women are not worth it. The, the, the sex was not worth it. I end up saying that's it and walked away. Remember, you're not a man for getting sex. You're a man because you can walk away. Most men think sex is often always a win. Nah, you got, you got to turn people down. You got to be like, look, my energy, my aura, my spirit, my focus is way important, more important than this sex or this relationship or this marriage. So we're going to have to let you go. We're going to have to let you go. Go, go bug somebody else. <laughs> All right. Now, she didn't key car. It was just always like, you know, and this is why I don't talk about important things with women. I can keep good friendships with women, not discussing what people call important. I'm not going to talk politics with you. This is going to end in an argument. So we're going to just talk about over on the surface, simple things. And all of our conversations will be simple. How was your day? Good. How was your day? It was good. Fantastic. Good. All right. Yes. How was your hamburger? Your burger's good. Did they make it to your expectations? Great. I like the hamburger like this. You like the hamburger like that? Fantastic. All right. Yes. Oh, I like this game. I'm going to watch the game at one. What are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to go shop or I'll watch the game with you. Okay, good. We keep it right on the surface. Now, as soon as you start inviting other shit, what do you think about abortion? What do you think about uh, politics? Who do you think about Joe Biden? What do you think about women's rights? What do you think about uh, the Democrats and Republicans? What do you think about Kanye West? What do you think about P. Diddy? What do you think about Ninja? Nope, nope. All that is cut off. We ain't talking about none of that shit. We ain't talking about zero. We ain't, we ain't having no discussion. No discussion had on them. Because it's going to be what I think and you think. And why do you think that? And how can you think that? Oh, hell no. No religion. No spirituality. No ghost. Sky daddy. We ain't talking about none of that. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Will people watch? We'll talk about some maybe some clothes talk about some people how's your drink is it good did they spike it or did they did they give you we gonna keep that shit real easy no israel palestine no deep ass thoughts i like a guy that gets emotional and get deep talking oh no 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 that's gonna lead to argument and all that no 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 and i ain't trying to argue with no bird brain or some women that got their okay you got your opinion hey listen one thing i always tell you it is highly unlikely you're going to change my mind. It's also highly unlikely I'm going to change yours. So we wasting our time. If you think we're gonna, you're going to change my mind or you're trying to engage with me to talk about something to change my perspective or judge me on my perspective, we wasting our time. <laughs> we wasting our time. Ninja, we, we gonna go ahead. Let's get right to it. All right, we, let's get right to it. Let's talk about what vacations you want to take next. All right, we ain't about to, yeah. Let's, let's talk about what, do you like french fries or onion rings? <laughs> and then when we get home, let's talk about uh, taking them clothes off. That's all we talking about. You can't re-respect somebody. And a woman who truly respects you will demonstrate a little bit of emotional control and she will not disrespect you if she really cares about you. Four, and I might get some backlash for this, but that's okay. If she has an extreme amount of male friends, Red flag, I don't even gonna go into it. No. One or two, okay, cool, but a large amount of male friends, men always around, 
she's too attention seeking. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this goes to even social media, but of course, we kind of that ship is sailed. Um, if they're validating themselves through social media comments, male friends and homies they went to school with, and play cousins and and play brothers and you know nephews and you know play nephews and shit like this and my ex and my baby daddy. This is this is ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. This is one of the reasons why age matters for women. It's not just the age. It's that these things start coming into play. Now she's 42, but she come in with all of her den of demons. <laughs> and then it's going to puncture your relationship, work husbands and bosses. And just, it's like, God damn, she coming in and it's 11 to one. Ninja, you on the only, you're the only one out on the football field. And now you got to run the gauntlet all the way down the field on a daily basis with all these niggas popping up and ninjas. <laughs> all these niggas and new 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 people popping up too. New people going to pop up. New people going to come up. Oh, I met this guy at the gym. He cool. Yeah, okay. Five, if she's a woman that has ever abandoned you because of a disagreement or if she runs away every time you guys fight, chances are she's probably going to run to go get attention from someone else because she can't handle not having that attention. Uh, yeah, um, that one I don't know about. I don't know about running away. Women typically don't run away like that, all right? They, they might go go get attention from somewhere else and put their head on someone's shoulder. But I think I think the opposite is that is true. Basically, if she sticks in there and gaslights you and shaming languages you and red herrings you like, like guys try to red herring me earlier in the super chat, right? They pick out this one thing. How can this be? All right, as I'm doing th three or four hour show. So I, the, the runaway doesn't bother me, but the sticking in and not seeing your point, no matter what you say, I don't understand. And how come, listen, maybe I'm going to say it once. And if I got to repeat it, I got to delete it. All right, I'm, I'm going to say this one time. This is what it is. This is where I am. Where are you? In fact, if you ever go to a mediator, a good mediator, a good mediator will not let y'all niggas go back and forth. Why do I say in the N word? They, go, they ain't going to let you go back and forth. They're going to say, what is your position? Okay, you're going to state your position. Then they're going to go over here. All right, what do you think of that? No. Okay, do you have a rebuttal? Yes. What is it? Okay, what do you think of that? And then what? once you hit that, it's over. Okay, that we moving on. Next point. Moving on. Ain't no shaming. Ain't no reasoning. Ain't no because, because, because. All right, here's my point. Here's your point. Counterpoint. Point back, move on. That's where I'm at. That's that's a proper mediation, because we advance. We can, or we agree to disagree. We cannot. We, we we there's no stipulation here. There's no agreement. Moving on. <laughs> so that is the proper way to conduct yourself when when you're dealing with relationships here. We ain't about to go fight on this one now. If we got a whole set of disagreements, guess what? We probably ain't good for each other. <laughs> It probably ain't good for each other. We ain't compatible. Let's let's move this shit on. All right, but of course, you guys got emotions and stuff. All right, a couple more. You guys want a little bit of overtime? Let's get a little bit of overtime. Thank you for joining me. Hit the like button as you exit. We're going to have a little bit more fun with these clips right here. How about this woman right here? I know a lot of guys going to be mad that I'm going to play this clip. This woman says, we want to live a rich and expensive life too. Here we go. Can somebody please tell me why the girlies on here with like the Birkins and the Chanel? Girl, they be fucking. 
And I'm not talking about my nurse girlies, my lawyer girlies, my nine to five girlies that uh, you know. Cause every nine to five, God be sleep on every nine to five girlies says they's making 20 plus K a month, okay? I'm not talking about those girlies. I'm talking about the ones where y'all be wondering like, how is she getting all this? She ain't got no job, baby. That cat is clocking in. Wow, okay, there you go. I know a lot of guys gonna be mad at this. The one woman. How how do I afford this lifestyle? How do I have this? The Birkin traveling. How do they got this woman? Like, hey man, let me tell you what's real. They fucking. That's what she said. That punani is clocking in now. Guys will be calling me mad and telling me I'm degrading. I, I, I'm debaucherous and I'm promoting this, bruh. It's what it is. You just could. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> she says, "Stop fooling yourselves." Stop asking these weird questions. <laughs> Just put it together. And even the lawyers are doing it too. She's trying to say, well, not the lawyers and the real estate agents, them too. It ain't that hard to figure out. It's right in front of your face. It's right on the tip of your tongue, right on your nose, right? Don't, don't try to figure it out. And yes, they be in the bind. And that's how they get through life, fam. And ain't no other explanation than that. Or they got a PPP loan. Here we go right here. This woman. How, how do I live that life? Tell me why the girlies on here with like the Birkins and the Chanel. Girl, they be fucking. And I'm not talking about my nurse girlies, my lawyer girlies, my nine to five girlies that you know. Because every nine to five, God be sleep on every nine to five girlies says they's making 20 plus K a month. Okay. I'm not talking about those girlies. I'm talking about the ones where y'all be wondering, like, how is she getting all this? She ain't got no job, baby. That cat is clocking in. That cat is working overtime. She's tired. She's praying for a day off because mama won't let her rest. Okay. And not only that, not only do they be getting, if I'm being so honest, a lot of these girls are like, you know, these Instagram girlies, they live the lifestyle. I don't know do they be want to do a lot of shit that y'all not willing to do. Ooh. And somebody says she's speaking from experience. The only reason she knows is experience. Yep, your real estate agent, your nurses, um, your 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 leasing agents. They they moonlight ninja. And she said, she said, they doing shit that you probably won't be willing to do out here. All right, and she got a whole tirade. She done went through there. All right, she said there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. That's what I say. I ain't, ain't nothing wrong with it, but if you look at that Instagram baddies, Instagram baddies, bruh, stop. There, you know, well, she got a husband and a boyfriend, and <laughs> she like, stop overthinking it, fam. And I don't mean that in a way where I'm like, y'all don't have the heart. You shouldn't have the heart. Love yourself, okay? Like, be for real. They be willing, y'all, if the bag is big enough, they be willing to get cheated on, beat it on, yep, yep. have babies on them, all types of stuff. Yep. And that cat's still clocking in. Ooh. That's a lot. Okay? You talking about you talking about the definition of God's strongest soldier. Front line. Been to battle multiple times. And she ain't talking about with six pack ninjas and ninjas that got games. She talking about with doo doo Dubai, 75 year old white hairy back men. All right, ninjas coming in that own own uh own oil rigs in Midland, Texas, 260, 78 pounds. All right, bruh. She clocking it and no days off, ninja. <laughs> Getting poo-pooed on, ran through, having babies, abortions. 
all of it. STI, all of it. And they're just going to steal straight up the die, deny the die. And I ain't telling you to do it, but I ain't the one out here causing this. Narcos, uh, yep, uh, Persian men coming over from Saudi Arabia ninjas coming over. Coming to Vegas, they running up to the top of the hotel room. Yep, I'm talking about doctors, lawyers. I'm talking about nurses. I'm talking about mothers, single mothers of kids that's five. I done seen some wild ass shit out here. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Don't second guess it, man. Don't second guess. It's, it's plain as the nose on your face. All right? It is what it is out here. And she tried to kick it real. What about this one right here? These girls right here. These are, these are another examples of girls that do this, and you will never know. But listen, listen to what they say out here. Here we go. Like a circus. We like, love the red flags. That's one toxic trait a guy has that you love. We love a toxic man. Yeah, yeah. We, we love, love a toxic... Lots of girls. We Talks to a lot of girls. Red flags. We're like a circus. We like, love the red flags. If a guy fucks a lot of girls, it makes you want to fuck them more. I already said, like a toxic man. You know that, like, toxic trauma? Like, you just can't, like, oh, get a... They love it. They love to see it. <laughs> Like a circus, we like, love the red flags. That's one toxic trait a guy has that you love. We love a toxic man. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, and it be, and of course, a lot of guys will say these women aren't your type. These guys, these women, they can walk in bars and you know flirt and pick up chads, and they, they'll do fine on the marketplace. They, 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 they get highly selected. Even though if you live in Memphis, you would never touch these broads. But these broads are, they, you can see it. They're, 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 they're skeezers, right? They're skeezers, and but people will be like, "Oh, she's beautiful. I will wife her up, and I'll make her my wife, and I'll give you and be a stay-at-home mom. I'll give you the life you want." They don't want none of that shit. Now they'll take it, and that's you. They'll take it. They'll live in with you. They'll move in with you. They'll give you a little pun- marriage punani, some intercourse, and divorce grape you, and and dip out. All right, but at the end of the day, they calling it like it is, and y'all ninjas gonna fight me. Oh, they faking. This is not. This is a skit. Y'all go fight me that I didn't told you that that's how they like. They like it getting spit down their throat, choked, and whatnot. And here you want to make love to them, all right? You try to make love to them. They out here wanting to get throttled. And they've been getting throttled for probably a decade or, 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 or a decade and a half. Hair pulled, choked on, spit down throat, butter tonsils, train yangs, orgies, <laughs> knee pads, and whatnot. And then when they're done with it, they're going to say, they're going to say, uh, is anybody else just over this hookup culture? That's what they're going to say. And they're going to be like here. <laughs> and that's you. I've had my fun. And of course, they're intoxicated. Lots of girls. Talks to a lot of girls. Red flags. We're like a circus. We like, love the red flags. If a guy fucks a lot of girls, it makes you want to fuck them more. <laughs> Bimbo. Uh, but hey, guys, listen. I know I, I, men get mad at this, but there you go. There you go. This is the competition anxiety that I talked about. Now, does this represent all women? No, no. But if they look like this and they on Instagram, just chalk it up. Just chalk it up. If they somewhat would we could be considered hot, right? This is the eight, nines, and ten community property. They like drama in their relationships. They like a little drama. In our, these are the women that's going to file a domestic violence claim against you, right? After a couple of weeks or years, you move her in. She's going to get tipsy, start acting stupid and ditzy, and then you'll get a TRO or domestic violence, right? But they cannot be with boring men. Those women cannot be with boring men. They'll marry one. They'll marry a surgeon-ass ninja. 
but they still will be out on girls' nights out, Vegas trips, and acting like that. It, it is what it is. It is what it is. Don't don't be mad at the game. Now, is this all women? No, you got to really be picky out here and know what they know what you're dealing with. This also is why age is important. <laughs> this again, this is why for age of women, it's important. The longer they do this, the less correctable they're gonna be. So I don't care if you fierce at 34. They're they're nice and cool at 34, but that means there's been a decade and a half of that, and you ain't fixing it. So you look good, you still fierce, you slay, you hot. Yep, you ain't you in your prime. You got Botox, but still, that's too many years on the. Too many years. Somebody said, read the caption. Oh, stay toxic, my friends. City boys, we up. So this is where the game guys win. Yep. I mean, they're going to get they gonna get to be able to work them guts insides. All right, let me see how many more I got. Maybe I can save them for later. Uh, let me see. I'll save that one for later. I'll save that one for later. And uh, I'll save that one for later, too. So later on today, I'm going to do a little research on Destiny's situation. Maybe perhaps he'll can drop by for a visit, but uh, par for the course. As I say, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Once when happens, you're on your own. I try to prevent you from getting to win with that, uh, b- while being ignorant. That's my biggest thing. And huff, unfortunately, his little woman that he's with is a pistol. His, the woman that he's with, I think her name it begins with an M. All right. Um, and I'll look it up. I think that little woman that he's with, she going to cause havoc. She's a pistol. So he going to find out the hard way. All right. He already knows she's argumentative. He already knows she likes to debate. She already knows that she what she says goes. And I'm going to see what his debating skills look like now. <laughs> you know, because he's a he's a master debater. He's a master debater. I'm going to get to these super chats. He's a master debater, but I'm going to see what he got now. All right, because this bitch about to learn a whole new lesson. He about to learn a whole new lesson. Did I get the work? I did get these brothers here. I got Wiz G with the destiny information. I got him. Eric Powell says, in America, the white woman is God. If a white woman sees one in danger, he turns into a religious fanatic. I'm sorry, if a white man, let me read it again. In America, the white woman is God. If a white man sees one in danger, he turns into a religious fanatic. Indeed. And it doesn't help that Vivek is a um, uh, um, a minority, right? You ain't gonna talk about my white woman, my white queen. <laughs> the white woman is God in America. I know a lot of guys will be like, I don't like them. It don't matter. In America, I don't care what you say. She the queen. She, I call her, she's the princess. She wears the crown. From average looking ones all the way up. She's the princess. All right. Well, 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 across the world, I ain't talking about across the world. I'm talking about in America. If we want to go to Mozambique, it's a whole different conversation. You want to go to Colombia? Well, it's a whole conversation. But in here, but in here, <laughs> what they say generally goes. What they say generally goes. Ninja, look, there's only one woman in America. Let me see here. That can do this and get away with it. Where's she at? Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. In America, not even black women can do this. You see this right here? Look at this. Black women can't do this. 
Uh, I got a better picture. I got a be- I got a better picture. Because bl- black women even know in healthcare that they don't give a shit. She could be out here, uh, her stomach could be leaking, and they won't help her. They don't listen to black women. In, in America, she could do that. It's a wrap. Just check in the prison. Black women can't do this. <laughs> and watch this. You want to see something crazy? You want to see something crazy? Even though she did that and took a whole ninja life, look. Look. This this ninja right here. Look. Black women cannot do that. They can't do it. That, that nobody could do that. Latina women, nobody. Nobody could take another man's life, a black man, le- legit. And the brother of that man hugged that woman in court as she cried. Never will happen. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. Let me show you what else. Uh, where the where the ju- oh look, this the judge ninja. The judge came off the damn stand and hugged that woman. I don't give a shit what nobody say. This woman runs America. The white woman is the top boss in America. Nobody, no other race of woman can pull this off. Have the black judge and the brother of the dead man give her sympathy where? <laughs> All she had to do would show me that pitiful cry face and everybody thought, oh, poor Amber Heard, Amber Geiger. Uh, what was the one woman that deleted her daughter and she's still running around here and then just still jocking her? All right, what, what was that woman's name? I want to see her crying. What was that woman named Casey Anthony? Look, can't do it. <laughs> I just can't do this. Casey Anthony. Ninja, please. Look, all she got to do, look, look, there it is right there. Please. Yep, Casey Anthony. She running around here with a thick booty and ninjas is starving. Let me see if I can pull it up. Somebody posted it the other day. Casey Anthony. See if I can pull it up. She running around here looking thicker than the snicker and everybody ready to risk their life right now and she did deleted her old kids she was out there partying she jumped on the stand crying and then got off scot free all right nobody did nothing and here she is looking like this ninja no other race of people can do this shit Mm. not in america and get away amanda knox man please tell me what you want because ninjas already think about when we talk about looks no man, it's power. It's way, it's way bigger than looks. It's it don't matter the look, and the plainer and normal she look, the more simping about to go happen. There you go, Amanda Knox. You can't do that here in America. Somebody says Sean. Oh, that was the that was the person there. The the, the guy that got there. They can't pull that off here in America. There's only one. Anyway, it's. It's a cold world when you, until you know it, you got to acknowledge it. And this is the thing just, we talk about looks and who's the cream of the crop and the peak in looks. Nope. This woman can catch the vapors, pass out, clutch her pearls, even today. And she'll be a whole skeezer. In fact, I'm not even going to name names, but there was a woman who lost her life to a football player, husband. And there's rumors that she was coke on coke, had a coke debt, 
was in these streets, skeezer, three or four. Nobody will ever talk about it. Nobody will ever talk about it to this day. Called her gold diggers. Everybody's like, no, she's not a gold digger. She wasn't on coke to this day. And the info, the info is out there. There's data, all that stuff. They could catch the suspect based on her behavior. They could probably catch the suspect based on her behavior, but they still pinned it on that ninja. <laughs> they could, if they actually just choked up a little bit and actually said, let me see if she was a skeezer, which she was admittedly everybody knew it but nope <laughs> but nobody want to talk about it why she she the she's the queen of the she runs the roost and she admitted it they had her friend admit it she was out here hoeing in these streets supposedly cheated with Marcus Allen and still she caught she catching a pass to this day so i'm i'm telling you <laughs> to this day with that being said, yep, they run that. They run that, and they're going to continue to run it. Somebody asked, do you think it will never change with them? Not in America. Y'all ninja better move somebody else somewhere else. Yep, the Emmett Till woman. The Emmett Till woman. Come on, man. It's too much evidence. We got too much evidence. The Emmett Till woman. She just walked and walked right to the grave. Nobody touched her. Nobody said nothing. Oh, just let it go. <laughs> please you guys got to be careful with them because you don't have any leverage over them right if she said you did it then you did it you got no leverage with them susan smith well she actually got slam dunk but no other race of women in america can pull off what they pull off you got to catch them red ass handed and even then they'd be like <laughs> It's a mess. All right. So anyway, they are the most protected and black women will tell you that they, they are the black women. Are like we the least protected in comparison to white women. Absolutely. Not even close. They're, they're absolutely. That's an absolute fact. Uh, let me see here. Shout out to Sligo as a sauce. He says, you could end the show with a good laugh. He says with that Indian guy telling Christy to go eat a sandwich. All right. Shout out to the sandwich game. I could. All right, I'm trying to get out of here, but thank you for that co-sponsorship, man. Yeah. I'm rich, bitch. Yep. And you, they'll have a 50 built-in excuses. Oh, I was depressed. I got violated as a kid. I had this. I was a well, drug. Everybody, oh, okay. Oh, oh. All right, anyway. No government name SD says, I can't listen to any of those women with the red pill talking points because none of them have a ring on. If they agreed with us, they would be married in five minutes. That's actually a truth. All right, we got a couple people here. Ghost J says, salute, coach. He says, women talk so soft when they want something from you. You're right. He says, get away from the spirit of pleasing women. They do. And they're very good at it. At their, they know what they're doing. Faith says, hey, coach, on your earlier show when you said uh, you were talking about why women hide their phones, I spoke with my ex and... He told me he recorded his girlfriend telling her friend, I'm tired of this mf -er," and talking reckless. He broke up with her, but ended up going back. So there you go right there. Yep. Yeah, man. Jahari says, fat ass Chris Christie, that was some BS. It's over. We don't have a friend in this world, and we should treat 
it as such. Chris Christie simping. Chris Christie sec- super simping. Playboy simping. I think I got three or four more here. We got Kevin W says we need to add Chris Christie to the 12 simps of Christmas for sure. 12 simps of Christmas because that was cold as play a gorilla simping. All right, we got Caitlin says, Coach, uh, how would you make, how would you, how would a man make his woman earn his sexual monogamy? It's always on the table. It's day to day. You got to earn it every day. That's how. Just know that going in. It's not a, it's not a guarantee. But monogamy is a choice that you have to make every day anyway. Most men. M. Brown, I can't pronounce it. Marcella says, get the likes up. Coach is preaching always the truth. Thank you for your message. I've been focused on nothing but myself. Grind mode, free agent lifestyle for life. Long live the coach of the coach game. Thank you, brother. And we almost done. Let me see if I got one more. I think I got one more. Uh, Let's see here. No government name. Men who are married and must treat women like children or whatever type of way are doing beta behavior. These women are grown. Leverage and options are the key. And uh, yeah, just so you guys know, I treat all women the same and I'm, I'm a, I'm, I would be considered the biggest male feminist out here. You know why? Cause I treat women the same equal. I never let them get away with they bullshit. I never let them argue biology. Well, it's different. You don't understand. I'm a woman. No bullshit. We equal. Let's, let's come to the table. If we gonna just start wriggling out because it works in your favor, well, I'm a woman and you don't understand. You have to understand that a woman needs, shut up. Now, nah, women don't need shit. You need to be equal or you're going to be having me lead. All right, but you ain't going to play both sides of the fence. That's kind of how I do it. You know what I've noticed? When you treat women equally, they hate it. So therefore, mm. <laughs> well, well, I have depression. Shut up. If you got depression, sit your depressed ass over here and, and shut up because you ain't got no room to have me over here following your lead. I'm not, def- I'm not following sick people, <laughs> right? Or I'll walk away. What, you ain't going to help me? Nope, go get your own help. They hate when I treat them equally. They hate that shit. They want me to sit up here and then, and then let them do their bullshit and then me come up here, okay, what, what do you need now? Uh-uh. Mm. Nope. And, of course, I, I've managed and coached a lot of women. That was my Achilles heel. I'd be like, nope, hell no. <laughs> you ain't crying on me. Nope, not with that bullshit today. And they straighten up. Hmm? They don't like it. Ladies, I treat you with equality and you hate it. This tells you equality is a myth. This is all a psyops. It's all the weak in you. It's all the weekend men and bow to their will. I, I 100% believe that. Because every time I treat you with the equality, them, them women go running. <laughs> or they go back to flipping back to, well, I'm a woman at the end of the day. Mm. Nope. Nope. We own the same equal playing field. Shout out to our brother here, Dario. He says, we split and she was dating someone Within four months, there you go. So he says, you, you, you were splitting the bills. Yep. Date, she's like, done. Split the bills. You, you, you let her split. You let her cattle everything equally. And she was like, uh-uh. 
moved in, and then she was back under somebody else giving out. Well, I don't have to pay. All right. Yep. That's how they work, man. But look, did I get Mo? He said, um, I bet that 34-year-old and the 40-year-old not eight when bucking Tyrone. I got that one already. Okay, so that's the end of the show. We at the four-hour mark. These shows go on, but I appreciate y'all for being here, sticking with me with this information. Again, I'm not here to debate anybody. I'm not here for you ain't changing my mind on any of this information. I know I'm right and exact 100%, and it is what it is. Shout out to the Coach Gang, and enjoy your takeout Thursday. Hit the like button on the way out. Peace.